Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented to you by Melee Stats. I am your host, Gimme That Wheat, and uh, my co-host here today, Ambi Sinister. What is up, Ambi? What's up, dude? And, uh, you know, hanging out with, uh, I got to hang out with Ambi and Edwin Budding from uh, Melee Stats. I got to hang out with them recently in person. It was, uh, it was a really, really great experience to get to see these people who I haven't seen in, like, you know, in person in forever. Uh, a very humbling experience because I, I kind of towered over both of them. But uh, on on the podcast here today, for you? <laughs> we have someone who is going to dwarf even myself. My my little six two boy frame can't handle the uh. You got all this stew. The, the large, all, all this stewed. Can't handle all this stewed. Uh, and if you haven't guessed it by now, our uh, our guest for this week's episodes none other than uh Stu Baker Hawk. What is up, Stude? Not much, man. Not much. I uh, I'm glad to be on the pod once again. Um, yeah. I think I think two times secures me now as friend of the pod studebaker hey one time so, you get it after one um i'm yeah you get, i get it after you one get after okay one. cool I'll, I'll milk that i'll put it and i'll put it in my get, twitter um, a, a rule that we established uh, that we have never uh actually lived up to is um five episodes you get a jacket yeah it's rough because oh, aiden okay, has okay. been up four times yeah. So we don't really want to buy him the jacket but we do want him to come back <laughs> so it's a little rough we're in, we're in a bit of a oh, rough spot man. with him Riding a thin line. No, that's like uh, what is it? It's like keeping your ride at like thirty-five hours a week. <laughs> Just not forty. Yeah, we don't, no health no, no, insurance no. given out. No, no, no. <laughs> Can't do that. Ah, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a pretty great weekend of uh, Smash across any and all Smash games. Um, Stu, do you ever get tired of people uh calling you tall or large? No, it, it's kind of like a. It's like a free little bit of celebrity, you know. Okay, cool. I never, I case... never want to, I never want to be famous, because like people already come up to me so much, and like I'll be like oh, in yeah. the grocery store, and they'll be like, "How tall are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm six seven. And they're like, "Wow, that's what I guessed." And I'm like, "That's great. <laughs> that's so great for you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I got a dip." <laughs> you know, I will say, as the guesser in a lot of scenarios. It does feel great to get it right. There was some oh, guy... when you nail it, yeah, that's, that's a dopamine hit for you. But for me, I'm just the unwitting subject. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to be the guy that says anything, so I don't say anything. There was a guy yeah. in in um, college who I hung out with a lot, like since the first week of like freshman year, and then it was like October or something. It was like months, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I got to say something. Yeah, was he just like him. huge? No, no. I I I said I turned to him. And I said, you're 6'5", right? And I felt like that was better. I <laughs> felt like better. if I broached it, like, the conversation with um, my guess, <laughs> yeah. it was a little better than asking him. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it was. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, but I- I'm glad that you're okay with uh, us bringing it up because oh. we've got a weekend of Smash that is as large as yourself coming up. <laughs> I love the segue. We do. We've got uh, we've got Low Tide City coming up which is a tournament I am eternally fond of. Um, I have been going to Low-Tier City since Low-Tier City 4, which is my first major. I moved down to Texas um, and in like 2016. And I remember watching um, Mango HBox play and also lucky getting that four stock on HBox. Um, super, super great tournament. And now we've just kept running it. This is our eighth installment. Um, it is low tide city this time. We partnered with Riptide to be able to bring a, 
a tournament. I, I can't say we, sorry. I'm technically unaffiliated right now for, uh, for reasons we'll get to. So, um, it's, uh, it's it's going to be a good time though, but we've got a lot of heavy hitters. Um, it's it's coming up this weekend at the Kalahari Resort in Round Rock, Texas. Um, we've got something like I think eighteen hundred unique entrants. It's crazy. Let me take a quick look. Yeah, it looks like uh, Smashy G says just under seventeen hundred. So yeah, um, okay, yeah. Didn't cr- quite cross that big eighteen hundred mark. No, unfortunately. Yeah, so sixteen ninety five. Um, we have had some folks dropping out because of code concerns and, and like other uh, obligations. HBox was the obvious first seed for Melee. Uh, mm-hmm. HBox is no longer attending. Um, we did give him restreaming permissions. Um, he just has something going on in Orlando this weekend, I think, that he needed to attend to. Um, so that kind of frees up the field in a really interesting way, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that so as Smash kind of trickles back, we, we get to see, you know, like the firsts of everything. Um, Summit 11 being the first tournament that we saw to like a, a large yeah. extent. Um, and then Riptide obviously is the first like open major. <laughs> so yeah. We the first like major, <laughs> then we the first open major. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Low Tide City, you know, we, we talked about HBox dropping, but I don't think it's a really bad thing because what we have here is, um, you know, this is like a really stacked regional. This is something that we would see uh like kind of like um like a full bloom or a battle of bc or one of those things that uh in a normal year we would see as this event where you know you don't have any of the top five but you have like everyone from six to 15 or something yeah um and i think that this is a really cool thing because as we are trying to get a grasp of you know how people are doing on land like um you know anytime you have any competition in smash in melee people are going to try to make a ranking so like of course it is very helpful to get an idea of uh where people are kind of slotting in and and having the opportunity to have a bunch of those players who are like just underneath the the top echelon of players um i think that's really going to open it up yeah no i mean there's there's plenty of heavy hitters i think s2j is the first seed now Mm -hmm. um which is pretty exciting honestly um i always love seeing johnny make a run and so it should be an interesting thing. A few other hitters we've got. Let's see. I know Axe is the other yeah. big one. I think those two are like the clear favorites in the field. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, there's some fun people. Like there's Zamu, fresh off of his big win at the oh, yeah. Invitational. That is true. Um, uh, Ginger also as well. Uh, Gatsu, of course, always a good mainstay. Shroomed. Shroomed is like the biggest wild card, I think. Because <laughs> Shroomed can either place like 25th or like top five of the event right um literally no idea yeah no idea what no. to say for shroomed um, the, I, I actually have a really funny story about shroomed <laughs> <laughs> for last low tier city so um it's it's saturday morning it's it's everything starting for singles uh 10 a.m bleary-eyed hungover tired hungry smashers coming in at 10 a.m um and shroom's pool is starting to run now shroomed as you may know is a bit of a party animal uh the dude he's you know he's just really fun and he loves going out um and he goes out on friday night when he has 10 a.m pools and oversleeps but we don't double dq him because 
for TOs, for those of you that don't TO, um, a lot of people are like, no, why would you double DQ, you know, just DQ to losers and hash it out later, double DQ later. Um, but the issue with single DQing is what it comes next. Because um, you're kind of in a damned if you do, damned if you don't, where it's like you single DQ, you ruin losers, you double DQ, and people get like, well, you've, you brought Shroomed out, what was the point? You know, Shroomed, you know, now our favorite player is not playing. Everybody's mad either way. Shrooms proceeds to go from first round losers to fifth place <laughs> at the tournament. There were people, uh, oh, really? The, oh, the really? Falcon mm -hmm. player got, I think, 33rd, <laughs> losing to Hungrybox, who won the tournament, and Shroomed, who got fifth. <laughs> and so now, Tourney Locator double DQs. <laughs> now, I believe, so I, I don't want to. Uh, here, let me let me see if I can find this. I believe that this was not the first time that this has happened to O'Reilly losing no. to someone in losers. I think wasn't Shroomed as well. It might have been Shroomed twice, honestly. <laughs> God, what a what a cursed existence! Oh, no, it's just dude. a trail of destruction behind him. Honestly, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, rough, man. Well, yeah. we'll see if uh, history repeats itself. Okay, so Fizz from Illinois saying that it was shroomed both times for 49. <laughs> That's even worse. No. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, I think... Uh... Yeah, so I have the, I have a tweet here from June 14th, 2019. Uh, from O'Reilly, after this weekend, my bracket has been ended early, quote-unquote, at three separate majors by playing shroomed who got <laughs> DQ'd into losers for not being on time. Three?! <laughs> Oh my god, we let we let him get away with three. That's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> god, what a Eric, write that down. That's a that's a melee stats oh video. Oh my god. What a mess. That oh might god. be that might be a good melee stats video. Y'all have been pumping out some really good YouTube content. Oh, you've seen nothing yet. Oh, I'm that's excited. That's all I'll say. I'm excited. Um Yeah, we've we've yeah. got some heaters coming up. Okay, super. It's it's hard for for me personally for y'all the top bananas Michael because that is just <laughs> one of my favorite moments in video, uh, in in oh, yeah. all of Melee's history. Um, that you know, video, video. Uh, Ambi can speak a lot on this video, um, but my favorite thing about Michael Bananas is that um, we like didn't really make a a definitive statement on whether or not. Playing like that is lame. Playing like that is cool. Yeah. Wobbling should be banned. Wobbling should be not. We we like tried really hard to tell the story and not take a, a hard stance on anything. And because of that, it's like this perfect you know reflection where everyone watches it and just sees either they they're like oh they agree with me or like they they're <laughs> wrong they disagree with what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and we get so many comments and it'll just be like back to back comments to this day still the video has been out for like a year mm -hmm. to this day. We'll still get comments and one will be like, great video. This is awesome. And then the second one will be like horrible video. I can't believe you would say, a, <laughs> like ha talk about wobbling like this. Or whatever. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a trip, honestly. Like when you, whenever you put something out there, that's just like, just the facts, people are just going to interpret it however they want, honestly. Yeah, but, no, uh, that was a very funny video because I, I think that like we didn't even really intend it to be that way. Um, because I do think that like the melee stats videos, we usually do try to like say something with it. Like there okay. usually is some sort of overarching like philosophical point to the videos or whatever. Um, 
but you know like the the big point of the the video that we made about michael and bananas it wasn't like oh this player is lame yeah, and this player yeah. is not lame it was more like the construct of lame is so interesting yeah uh and like you know it's really cool when you look really hard at the whole construct and like none of it makes yeah, any nothing, sense. It's like when you spell the same word over and over again and it just stops wow. looking like. A I was real looking word. at the word Tuesday today because I have to I have to work on commentary schedules. My guy Tuesday is uh, he's coming to, to low tide. He's going to be commentating on the mic with us. Um, and it's just like Tuesday. <laughs> Two. It just means nothing after a certain point, and that's kind of that's kind of what comes with it. I think Jack Zilla described it best when he said. Uh, Michaels and Bananas play avant-garde melee. <laughs> They're playing against against what is normally the grain of what needs to be cool or hype. They're playing something entirely different and new, and it's avant-garde melee. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Jackzilla, Jackzilla, great guy. He because he comes up with those gems, but also, I feel like I am being like every time I talk to him, I feel like it's like a uh, man on the street segment where he's walking up to me <laughs> and like. <laughs> It's supposed like I always feel off guard, even if it's just a casual conversation. Yeah. I see him in a major. I'm like, what's what's how, how do I react to this? Like, what's the play yeah. here? Yeah, <laughs> what are you ex- what are you expecting me to say, and what are you what are you hoping to glean from that? <laughs> like, no, yeah, <sighs> crazy stuff. But um, yeah, I think like the the big storyline here that I'm most excited for, um, for low tide is seeing if Axe is going to kind of come out of this haze or this slump. You know, Axe Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite players. I think he's one of the best players in the world, without a doubt. I don't think it's just a Pikachu thing. Um, But it's it's been really interesting to see, you know, where he's been at over quarantine, where he kind of struggled over net play. And then even with um, Summit and even with Riptide, where he lost out pretty early in bracket to uh, Secrets, the Colorado Fox player, um, who is, I think, also could possibly be playing him this event. Yeah, I think they're seated to me. I think he has to beat Unsure, which Mm -hmm. might be kind of hard. But I think if he beats Unsure, he plays Axe again, which would be very funny. It would be pretty hilarious, honestly. Is it still like that with pools? As it, I, I thought pools changed a little bit. They might have shifted around. Let me, let me crack uh, a look. Yeah, at I have here. He would have to play uh, <laughs> the enigmatic no fluxes. Oh, oh my god! Did y'all did y'all see that villain tweet? <laughs> oh no, that's a great tweet. <laughs> it's it's sterling. Honestly. I've seen that a lot of amazing. no fluxes tweets. I, I mean, like he's. I don't follow him. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't tend to look for his tweets, but <laughs> they just find off. us. They find us. Oh, it's 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 something. But um I, I do I do want to see Axe like come out of the slump and really mm-hmm. really show us what he's got. Um he did place pretty well even with everything considered. Um I think he got seventh at Riptide. Let me check that. Yeah, I think quick. he um I think he got fifth because he beat fifth. Logan in that's uh, right in, in losers uh quarters and mm-hmm. then or uh, losers eighths. And then, yeah, that I think he got like three owed. But he got three owed. I, I remember specifically because I had fifty dollars riding on it with Envy. Um, I, I said, yeah, That's I'll put, bet, I'll put it with the head-to-head they've had. It is kind of rough, but I was like, you know, I'll put fifty on X. Just Do for, you get one to one too. That's yeah, I got I got one to one odds. Um, and <laughs> end of game one happens, and this is not my proudest moment because <laughs> game one was like a a three stock or a hard two stock. And I look over it for Chillo. I look over at Nick, and I'm like, "Yeah, so what's your Venmo?" <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Uh, hey, Stu, don't listen to the next thing I'm about to say. Ambi, uh, dude, we are going to make so much money from Stu. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> My side bet history is notoriously bad. <laughs> We're we're really gearing up. Um, I play by heart, gonna... and you guys are the statisticians. Leave me alone. <laughs> we're gonna be like three. Me, me, Edwin, and Ambi. We're gonna be like three separate Adam Sandler's from Uncut Gems. Um, <laughs> for, for, the, for the first uh, for the first ninety percent of the runtime, at least. Oh no. Um, we'll, we'll be like that at Genesis or whatever, whatever the first big major that we're all go to is. Um, yeah, it's a. I can't think about that movie without thinking of SJ's tweet about that movie. Do you guys remember that? Was he like? Was it like those people who like, dude saw the Wolf of Wall Street? That's hustle, man. Like <laughs> it was, yeah, it was kind of like that. He was like, uh, yeah, just saw Uncut Gems. Thought it was a sick movie. Really makes me think I need to try a lot harder grinding at melee slash poker. <laughs> I don't think that's what you're I'm supposed like, to what? take away from it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I you know. He he was like, it sucks that he was bad to his family. Though. <laughs> <laughs> He like if he That's saw it, he saw detail. it whooshing and then like reached up at the last minute. It was yeah, like yeah. okay, you know, yeah. You know, I I think that this gave me a great idea. Get Walt on the phone. Oh my god, Walt, dude! Walt is the 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 dude has any idea, and you can give him any idea about melee. Yeah, and uh, he'll he'll be like, yeah, I was I thought of the same thing. <laughs> um, we should do like a variety show, and it should be people in the Smash community. And uh, and sm- like smashers, you know, commentators and stuff like that. They each get their own little segment. Hmm. Uh, and S2J segment would be like film analysis with S2J. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll have him watch like the Seventh Seal or something, and then oh, talk to God. him about it. <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah, so awesome. so, what did you think the the meaning of uh, the movie Wall Street with Gordon Gecko was? You know, I thought he was a really good guy. So <laughs> shame he got caught. <laughs> Yeah, it just oh, just man. shows that uh, bad stuff can happen to good people, I guess. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, we'll see if he if he ends up like Adam Sandler in this bracket. Yeah. And of course, uh, Lucky and Albert are actually seated to play before top 16. Um, the last time they met in person, what I think was at Low Tier City Seven, and uh, Albert won that set. Um, so I, I'd be interested to see how that swings out. Albert hasn't really been doing a whole lot of the net play grind um, like a lot of other folks have. Mm-hmm. Um, other net play grinders really that are coming around. Coterin, uh, of course, Shining New God of SoCal, and uh, Bobby Big Balls as well. Um, yeah, it, it'll be really cool to see because we, we have a bracket full of people who you mentioned Axe. Axe is someone mm-hmm. who we did see enter a lot of uh netplay stuff a lot of stuff on slippy we just didn't see pikachu and we yeah. we mainly saw ices and and young link and marth and falco and we, when we did see the pikachu it was not really in a position where he could go all of those secondaries and still like yeah. it wasn't like a don't test me scorpion master thing um but you know like you said he had the loss to secrets i think his his um like how he's been doing on on land has been pretty decent fifth place at riptide and i think he got did he get top eight i think he got top eight at summit as well yeah um, i just want to see my man's performing like uh like 2019 when he was when he was really cooking up everybody it felt like um but i, I, I kind of like... like this new x i think uh my favorite thing about this right is that mm-hmm. he's not bad 
Right. He's like back to being good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think he's. But he's like he's basically come out of the slump. But I just want to yeah. see more consistency to, so I can be sure. I kind of know? don't. I kind of like this because I feel like he could just lose any set, but he doesn't, and it's like really funny. Yeah. Um, like like him losing the secrets and then bringing it all the way to fifth was hilarious. Crazy. Like uh, I was like, I remember him playing Wally, and I was like, he's a toast, bro. There's no way he's getting past Wally. And that set was that set was wild. Yeah, I remember uh, he like he got uh, he went to game three with Trail or something like that. That's so yeah, sick. yeah. He yeah. like I, I, Trail said that he was a, a a hit confirm away from getting it. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. No, I was uh, looking at because it was it was actually it was round one pools. Uh, he lost yeah. to Secrets in winners finals of his pool, and then Axe proceeded to play like I think twelve sets. Something like that, because he went Nuts. through one, two, three, four, five, six, and then to top twenty-four was seven, eight, nine, and then ten. It would have been eleven in a row, so eleven, eleven sets, um, which is so much melee at a high, high yeah. tournament level um, to play. Because you think about winners, they play comparatively like something like five or six, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's, I feel like I play four sets of tournament melee, and I'm like, ah, I'm suited, you know, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, so the way that that we describe him, I, I think, is is really funny because, like, in my head, um, the idea of any, someone who could lose to anyone, but like, really does have the chance to make it really late in bracket, um, I think could describe a lot of people. Uh, like, this was famously the West Falls thing, but the way that mm-hmm. I'm viewing it now, when you said that, like, the thing that immediately pops in my mind is online hungry box and i think it's yeah. like super sick because also online hungry box you have like the existential dread when he eventually like comes back on them yeah. and then you're like oh god he's got like aklo into s fat he's gonna win <laughs> like yeah. you like he's piece it together dog, at no. some point <laughs> uh it's like damn he got past otez he's gonna win this entire thing <laughs> but uh acts i think it's like the existential dread doesn't really exist so that's a little more yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a different emotion. Yeah, because right? like you want to see Axe win. I think most people do. You know, um... I am okay with seeing him win. I am okay with seeing him lose. This yeah. might make me dead in the heart, but no, that is if he okay. gets sixty fifth, that's that's really funny. If he gets fourth, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I am I am an absolutist when it comes to I'm Axe. A, I'm I'm like, whatever. Stats. <laughs> I really think all the outcomes for him are very funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If oh, he wins yeah. the tournament, that's great. Like if it's, he won Riptide, that would have been wild. And if he if he got like one ninety third or something, that would have been great. He <laughs> could have too. We could have. If Trail got that hit confirmed, what what alternate reality would be we'd be uh, living in? Yeah, um, I wonder what that would have been for. Yeah, probably like maybe ninety seventh, sixty fifth, somewhere around there. I think it was ninety seventh. Yeah, it was I crazy. Sixty fifth is what he got. He lost to D RTD Lou at uh was that Big House five or six? I think it was six. Okay, I, I think it was six as well. Yeah, because that was when uh, Zane beat Plop, mm-hmm. um, and then and then he got Axe got sixty fifth because he lost to Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Losers. everyone like yeah. forgets about that. Yeah, That's so dude. funny though. Zoo's really still so good at the game. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was mentioning this the other day, not to get off topic. Um, I think it might have been today, <laughs> but that could be the other day. Uh, you know, time's all relative. Uh, I mentioned this in the melee stats Discord server. Um, link to which 
I I used to say in the description. I don't know if we put them in the description. But no, the it's is, in the description. I think the yeah. link to which is going to be in the description of this video. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, I was talking about how I really want an old school player to like give it their all and come back because I think that they're just going to get washed. Zoo, I don't want. I don't want that to happen too. I think Zoo would honestly just come back and start placing really well. <laughs> like, He'd be okay. He'd be yeah. decent. I, there's a lot of top players who I think that they would be like, I'm gonna grind again, and then like. Uh, yeah. They they see like Eggy or Svop or something, just yeah. like demolished. It's all these new kids. Speaking of uh of Svop, I think that like personally for me, Ben is one of my favorite players. Um, Svop is like undoubtedly Texas's um, at least Dallas's number one. It's hard to say because we haven't had much intermingling. There hasn't been like a regional for melee. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a PM regional before we had a melee regional it's really weird um but yeah he's currently projected to lose to s2j which might be a hard one for him just because we don't have many high level falcons other than salt um in texas period um and then he is projected to beat billy bo peep which is kind of a toss-up um for me because They've traded sets in the past. Billy has had a better track record against top players. I think he was in the top 40 last year, uh, last time we had a ranking. Um, had wins on like Shroomed, had wins on S2J. Um, really, really crazy good player. And, Both uh, of the last low tide city, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, so that could that could be other ways. So we could see SFOP in top 16 losers. I'd be interested to see his set with S2J. Um, that is something I'm really excited for. Um, the only thing that's unfortunate for me is that I'm going to be across the way <laughs> for a bit. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec. What um, that could be for? But I wonder uh, what, what's going on there. Maybe we'll find um, out later. No, but yeah. SFOP, SFOP is a great person to bring up. Um, SFOP is definitely one of those people who... You know, there was some... Like, how we look at 2020 is so funny because there was like... We think of, it was all this barren wasteland, right? But yeah. there was like a time where it wasn't. Um, and I think Svop for me was one of those players who in January 2020, I was like, he is going to be top 100. Yeah. Um, I thought that he it was really could be a breakout star. Um, and I think that he has, yeah, I mean, like his bracket here, you know, I, I, like you you pointed out, I think it's, it's not easy to yeah. say. But um, Null is admittedly also an incredibly hard round one. Um, Noel, really good. I, I, did, I did it too. That's yeah. very hard. Geo, Geo is incredible at the Fox Ditto. Um, ben is also really, really good at the Fox Ditto. He practices a lot with Justice um, and generally just has really good game sense. There was a time where it felt like it was kind of a, a rotating thing, but it kind of favored Uncle Mojo, who is uh, now Uncle Redacted uh, for various reasons. Um, <laughs> Um, and SFOP were just the grand finals. That was it for, for DFW. But so he, he, I think he feels pretty comfortable in the Fox Ditto. I'd be interested to see how he plays against Null. Um, all I know is I'm bringing some masking tape and I need to find a four square ball. But we're going to be back on the squares um, here at low tide. So, well, you mentioned, um, you know, we, we mentioned SFOP in the Ditto. I, I like, I'm not sure if I want to call this a really rough draw for him because I do think that he is. He's capable. I think he's yeah. good. Um, he's capable. I, I do think when people think of him, I mean, maybe this is just like his region. I mean, this is what we saw at DFW for a while. But I think mm -hmm. like when people think of him, Puff and, and 
maybe not ICs that much anymore, but that's what I remember yeah. watching all those Monday Night Melees. It's just he would destroy SDJ. Um, he looked really solid versus Bananas. I, you know, I, I don't think that he had the he might not have had the head to head always, but uh, I think definitely... at the, towards the end there he was getting the head to head, especially yeah. like after the wobbling ban, of course. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of when Bananas started to to trickle away from the scene and kind of focus his energies on other things. Um, I still get to see him every now and again. It's kind of cool. How he's uh, doing well. He is doing well. Yeah. Player, yeah, he's he's doing fantastic these days. He's at the um, first Monday Night Melee back, right? Uh, yeah, he popped in for the first one back. Um, got like third or fourth or something, and then came on and said, "Vote for Nick Yingling for Summit." And I was like, "All right, you're just as awesome as you ever were." So <laughs> that's yeah. dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're talking about SFOP here. SFOP is definitely one of those up and comers who. Mm-hmm. I think this is a really good chance to show what they have. Um, if you had to pick other people, you know, who, who might not be as well known, um, who do you think you would pick? Ooh, Abby, some, do you have any some, uh... some sleeper picks? Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe not a sleeper, a sleeper pick. pick. Um, I do think I'm really excited to see Billy play mm-hmm. again. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is just me, like Fox player brain. I just feel like whenever I see Billy play, it's so beautiful, right? Like, I just feel like everything he does is so, like, sensible and clear and purposeful. Wait, someone said Billy's not going. They just No, don't... what? Are you kidding me? Did Billy just talk about it? No. No, <laughs> dude. The beautiful game plan. Oh. Well, that's good for SFOP, at least. So that's not yeah, the worst thing. That, if that makes his loser oh, a lot easier. Dude, I, gotta, I gotta go back. I, I like not it. able to go I'm just going to rant about how cool Billy is. And uh, <sighs> I'm left out to dry at Well, well Billy still City. exists. Yeah, he's he'll, he'll cool. be around, hopefully. I mean, yeah, he's definitely okay. in the, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's an adult at this point. He's just been, like, perpetually <laughs> young in my mind. Um, so it's... Uh, it's it's kind of a, a rough go on, like, getting that. I think I think he's of age. I just don't know if he has his own car, is the big thing. Yeah, I mean, he's um, a smasher. So he also just really... lives, like... <laughs> In BFE, Texas, it's like an hour south of Fort Worth, which is just, you know, godless country. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, he, he, he has a really rough time going to locals or really doing anything there. But dang, that sucks. That is very unfortunate. Um, well, if I had to pick someone else, I would probably pick either best player alive, Android Zero. Android yes. Zero is the best player in the world. Or so. Joey Donuts, <laughs> I think, is going to this. Yeah, I think Joey Donuts is. Um, Joey Donuts is seated to. Where is he? I, saw I haven't him. seen his bracket. I did think he was going. I think that guy is pretty underrated. But Joey Donuts is crazy good. Yeah, he's number he, two he's in uh, Minnesota now. Um, yeah, I think he could win that. I think he could beat Curve. Uh, he also has Envy the round before. Um, which Wait, do, do we even know what Envy that is? Yeah, there's like yeah, that's Nick. That's that's okay. Nick. Oh, okay. yeah, Nick. Nick's coming through. Uh, he's buddies with Albert. Um, I don't know when that happened but it happened um so it looks like joey donuts joey donuts vincessant might actually go over to joey honestly vincessant i think is good but we'll see um yeah i think i think he could win that yeah i think he could could, i think he could definitely win that joey donuts is also a grinder i saw the dude um it was like i think it was monday morning after riptide and i'm walking through the lobby trying to get everything ready you know ass crack of dawn um and <laughs> i see joey donuts eating breakfast has his airpods in 
and he's watching his own VOD, like, already doing analysis. Like, everyone else is burnt out, tired, he's, like, grinding. And then he goes live as soon as he gets home to stream and practice and review more VODs. And I was just <laughs> That's like, funny. This dude wants it, man. Like, he's uh, he's a really great guy. He did uh, the Melee for Beirut back when Beirut had that huge explosion. Oh, um, hell yeah. Due to the unregulated, like, leftover explosive waste that was just there. Um, I want to say my hell yeah was to him running that. Was yeah, no, not be, not because Beirut exploded, but because we raised money to help with Beirut's explosion. Yeah, I um, I, I want to speak for melee stats when I say we are not in favor of. We are not pro explosion. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's a he's a really great dude. Um, very solid player. Um, yeah. He, I think he can go pretty far. Um, Curve, of course, is playing a lot more Fox lately. His Fox has been making some good results happen, though. I will say it's been making some good mm-hmm. ones and and a lot of uh, well, it's a lot of bad ones, well, yeah. not so good ones. Uh, it happens. Yeah, he's uh he's the most thing about him the other day because I was like, will we, will we see him turn the corner? Because he's really really trying. I think there's a lot of players yeah. who will see them with like a mid tier, they'll find a lot of success and, and then they'll hit an inevitable wall and they'll be like, okay, well I can't do it with blank character. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's an ideological wall, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's this point where you're playing melee and you're like learning more about melee and you learn about the limitations of your character and what it really means at a high level. You know, because it's like, oh, I'm getting camped at the local. You know, I can overcome this. And then you get camped by, like, <laughs> the best players in the world. And you're like, this feels impossible. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I um, do think that the players who we see say that change their mains and then, like, get no, like, results that are nothing like they used to be are, mm-hmm. are usually the ones that aren't, like, grinding. And and you yeah. can't say that of Curve. Curve has been grinding. We saw a lot of not great results on Slippy, but yeah. with land coming Slippy back, Slippy Fox. Decent. I mean, it's always a yeah, rough one. Stuff. But yeah, yeah. I also think uh, this is my own personal perspective on Curve as a player. Um, but I think that his Luigi was definitely very motivated Spite. by like <laughs> Spite. Yeah. No, I I, yeah, I will like, come out and say it was awesome. I hated honestly. Curve's Luigi. I'm not even. I'm not even yeah, gonna front. No, I hated it, it too. Was, it was. Like, a platform it was a camping side platform yes. Luigi, and it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. Damn horrible. it, it worked. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was really, it was really cool. Because yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you have to be miserable playing this way. Yeah. But like, it's okay because <laughs> yeah. I can take it more than you. Man, I thought that was so sick, and I think that uh. I think he he needs to channel that really. I think that uh, him being able to do that was very important to his success. So I think uh, once he figures out how to do that with Fox, I think yeah. we'll have some we'll have some fun with him. I think he's only able to do that versus Luigi. Do you remember like he had those he had like four sets in a row with any Mexico and he would just like whooped him. It was just mm. like <laughs> three one three one three. It was yeah. like uh. Yeah, we need to we need to get some some anger, and we need yeah. to no. Uh, there's definitely been I I became a Captain Falcon main back in early 2020, and I got to kind of escape the awkward middling phase of like learning this new character because um, I just got to disappear into the lab. Um. Yeah, no, I just kill Luigi's now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it feels really good. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. How um. um... 
yeah how is your switch to falcon have you won any majors uh, uh, locals recently <laughs> i was gonna say you're expecting big things of me weed <laughs> it's uh this I, is how I, yeah this is how i view any player have yeah. you won a major Okay, then you're not good. Have you want to major? No, shut up. Sit down. <laughs> no, um, I I was never winning locals with Luigi. Um, even I won like one or two in PM um, with the character. Um, and nowadays I'm like placing a little bit better than I was with Luigi. I think um, I recently I've been getting like seconds and fifths every now and again, um, which when like. The second was with just where Fury was there. I think Fury is also sleeper really, really good. He's like right below SDJ in our hierarchy, kind of. Because there's like our top three in Dallas, which is SFOP is like the Sterling number one. He literally, for a while there, had not dropped a tournament to anybody um, since being back from quarantine. We had like an invitational, and then we had a, we had this um, open bracket with a $1,000 pop bonus. Winner ended up getting like $600, you know. Um, but STJ won it in a really ugly set, and then Bobby beat STJ. So, like, he's just dropped one, the one tournament. He's dropped like two sets to Bobby um, and one set to STJ. And then there's Justice, who has also been making waves as part of Crack Shack, which I think is probably one of the most dedicated groups of individuals in the Manly community. Um, yeah, they're nuts. They're. Those bunch of people, those those folks, they are they are doing a lot. Um, not only in singles but in doubles. I think doubles they have been showing up. Uh, Tempo and Run Riot, of course, you know, making big waves uh, at Riptide. They were projected as 17th, which I thought was a bit egregious. I I I had them pegged as like top four, top five material, and they ended up showing up and showing out. I mean, they barely lost to Wizard of Gatsu. They you know, had a good run with Hungrybox Plup, who ended up winning the event. Um, and I think you're going to see them a lot more. But another pick that you didn't really, I don't think anyone thought was going to go anywhere, judging by seating and everything. Um, there's two of them on both sides. So there was Travioli and Slow King, mm-hmm. uh, who are both incredible players in their own right. Um, and then there's Secrets and Justice. And Justice being from DFW, of course, I have a lot of investment in this. Um, but yeah, both of them, you know, beating Fable Swooper, beating Twisty Silver, who are PM players, by the way, who made like ninth, which is great. <laughs> um, but I think I think the Crack Shack crew um, is just really going to be putting out some of your favorite top 100 players in the next couple months or years. That's uh, that's the that's the Studebaker prediction. I don't know. That's the Stude lock right there. Oh, there you the go. Studebaker lock. Studebaker lock. I'm locking it in. Yeah, oh. definitely definitely a dedicated bunch right there. Um, Travioli. Thought big things of him. I don't know how many White Claws. Uh, he, he's White Clawed out of his gourd at, <laughs> at lands too, or if that's the just dude, The dude thing. was sipping. I will say that. Um, I ran into Trav <laughs> after, uh, after the day was done on Saturday. I was like, this guy's having a lot of fun. <laughs> this guy's having a good time. You and I, so, I want to talk melee, but yeah, yeah. I got to say, you know, I started the show off by saying we had a lovely uh, weekend in in the uh, historic city of Boston. Uh, me, Hamby, and Edwin. Nice. Uh, and there, I discovered that they have. Do you know what Spindrift is? 
Spindrift. Okay. I uh, don't know if I have them. Should I look it up or should I let you elaborate? Uh, I'll elaborate. So, so okay. yeah, with the with the burgeoning uh, sparkling water seltzer craze. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big market now. It's a it's a huge market. This is so I'm talking about uh, non alcoholic. Lacroix popped up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone tried to jump on that. Uh, you have Spindrift, who kind of does it a little bit differently. They are going to have little tiny bit of fruit juice in there. It's going to be like a little tiny bit of like, you know, fresh squeezed lime yeah. or whatever. Okay. And then they'll just pump the rest in with uh with like seltzer, um, and it, it comes out. You know, they've got like five calories because they actually use like real fruit juice. And yeah. I always thought those were super good. It's not like, it's not like super effervescent. It's got like real flavor. I always hmm. thought those were great. We were in Boston. I saw that they had alcoholic spindrifts. Yo. Uh, I got them. Eric, I don't think that you liked them as much as I did. I thought they were amazing. Okay. Well, and I think I think they were good. I just think it was very funny when we were at the liquor store and we were like trying to think of what to get. And he's like, have you had spindrifts? And I was like, no, what's that? He's like, oh, it's like it's like seltzer with, with a little bit of juice in it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all right. Yeah, we could get those if, if you, you want. want. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, like, I was honey, like, well, I, mean, I don't I could really go have for the Corvette opinion. or the or the Lamborghini. It's yeah, really yeah, up to you. you I? Yeah. yeah, I was like, is this what you want? And he was like, what? Yeah, I, I think I mean, I'm like, I yeah, mean, if everybody else is okay with it, I mean, I guess it could. I like that better than like the um the Bud Light seltzers. So they were pretty good. Bud Light seltzers are kind of trash. Yeah. We yeah. should. Uh, this is this is good. This is know, good content. Good content. I was gonna say, is this is this behind a paywall? We we do have uh, this is we, secret booze paywall. We do have some content that that's behind a paywall. It's kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier. We we have uh, director's commentary on uh, on Patreon. So if you really like our videos that we put out, we do that. But maybe it's it's uh, in addition to the director's commentary, we we do some uh, seltzer rankings because I got. <laughs> I haven't had a ton of all of them, but I, I have some opinions. I will say that one, probably the best seltzer I ever had, it was a bar right near my house. They had Bon and Viv on tap. Just, just the plain, I don't think you can get this commercially, just plain, unflavored, spiked seltzer. And then they would say, what do you want? And then they'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. What does this mean? What do you want? Like, what, <laughs> what, you like, what flavor do you want? And then they were like, here, let's do cherry lime people love that so they took like cherries and they took limes and they just muddled it up and they sprayed seltzer into it, it that's really nice actually yeah that does sound nice i'm uh i'm bringing um so lucky is coming to low tide city as well mm-hmm. uh, he is definitely up there um for you know contention as a winner side top 16 player um I'm excited to see him play, but the thing I'm also excited for, I got him a four pack of one of uh, my favorite local breweries beers. Cause every time lucky comes through, I try to get that guy a beer too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more of a beer guy than a seltzer guy, but if I'm trying to keep it light, a seltzer is always a good time. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely more of a beer guy. Mm. I'm more of a mixed drink guy, but it's like, I think it's the same reason why I will listen to, you know, whatever Drake album comes out. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> I want to see what it's like, man. Come on. (laughs) I don't want people to be talking about something and me not have an opinion. Maybe I could be a certified lover boy. (laughs) It's very possible if I listen to it. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know what the certification process is, but yeah, uh, maybe I, he'll he'll detail that on a future album. Maybe that's why you got to keep listening. You just got to keep paying into it. We notarized uh, lover boy. That's what's oh, gonna be there. Exact. You go. I do. Uh, there are some uh, some sleeper hits. I think I have. Um, I don't think Magi is a sleeper hit, but I am excited to see her going. Um, speaking mm. of Sasha, you know, there you go. Um, but I think Prof, ALP um and poppy are probably and maybe palpa too um those are probably the ones that i think are most likely to upset their top uh their top 64 round one um, so do you want to explain i i mean i think i know all all of these players mm-hmm. but uh i i think that um maybe like prof i think some people might know he's the yeah. uh you know, the the former Mewtwo. I don't know. Yeah. Even, I don't know if he ever made Mewtwo, but he but plays, Mewtwo, he plays Mewtwo. Yeah. Sheik Marth um, from South Florida, mm-hmm. uh, very good player. But I, I think the Texas players that you mentioned might not be on the radar of a lot of people. So you you have is it it's Alp? It's not ALP, right? ALP. Um, okay. ALP. ALP, um, ALP is Poppy from Palpo. yeah yeah. So ALP is from Rio Grande Valley which is like the southernmost strip of Texas. It's literally right along the border. Um, and it's home to like some really interesting cultural crossover with Mexico, but it's also super far from like anywhere else in Texas. Um, from Houston, it's like eight hours. Um, it is, Damn. yeah, it's it's far. Um, most people, when they think of the border, think of like El Paso because it's such like a, a popular border city but like you get down into like crystal city area or like rgv um and that's that's pretty far away i mean like let me let me see here crystal city texas yeah so crystal city since of all uh i feel like crystal city are they border are they near border yeah, they're right near the border. So Crystal City is actually a super historical. That's not where Rio Grande is, but it's uh, closer to the border um, where the Crystal City crew comes from with Caveman and like Fast Like Tree, all the all the OGs. and uh, the Proud Like Cow. Yep. Um, but yeah, so ALP comes from the Rio Grande Valley region. Um, he's the best player there, um, but he's also like one of the best players in texas has been like consistently top five he's got mog round one and i think alp's one of the best foxes in texas against floaties um mog uh, of course uh, messenger of god um player from <laughs> i think uh, mdva mdva yeah um he's good he's really really solid um really and... you know uh, uh, an out of region killer i don't yeah. know if you're yeah, talking about I, mog I, think, or... I think mog is horrifying dude He's really have good I, at have, have I have I told my Mog story? Hit me with before? the Mog story. Yeah, no. So there's a period a couple of months ago where I was like pretty active mm-hmm. entering tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Um I remember at one point, like I had like super studied really hard versus Peach, right? I was like super grindy versus Peach. I was hitting up Peaches all the time to play. And like you know, like I beat like B bats or something. Yeah. Nice. At uh at at a at a at a local. Let's go, maybe. And uh I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm sick versus Peach. Let's go. I'm, I'm doing great. This is awesome. I play Mog, and Mog is streaming, and yeah. he's, like, blacked out. Oh, he yeah. Is, Mog is, is, Mog is gone. always yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, he <laughs> was not a little bit. He was a lot of it. He, uh, he, he tried to uh, 
send me a DM of his DMs. <laughs> and he linked me Twitter.com. <laughs> he was okay. very drunk. Okay. I played him. And I've never been destroyed as hard as Mog blacked out, destroyed oh me. God. He just down smashed me for like 130% every got single He's really slug. good down smashes. I have no idea what happened. I was like, I was like coming off of like doing really well versus Peach. Yeah. And he just like, like pulls Marth me. Yeah, no, Peach. he's, uh, he's like, he, he's got the, you know, the, he's got dumb brain. <laughs> when it comes to melee sometimes <laughs> like the dude i remember playing him and he would just like he'd be down smashing on platform i'd up air him for it and i was like surely he'll stop doing this at some point but then i'd get hit for 70 because <laughs> i just got yeah, stuck no. up into one and i'm like maybe he's just smarter than i am yeah it's like it's <laughs> like the it wraps brain all the way back around to being like at. super genius <laughs> right? level right it's like it's that risk reward you just gotta yeah. hit one no, I money matched him at Riptide Sun I think Sunday morning and I'd seen him the night before and he was kind of drunk and I was like, Mog, we should money match. I'm pretty good against Peach. And he's like, Yeah, man, we'll run it in the morning. And I was like, Cool, I'll see you whenever. And like I woke up at like noon and I you know, I'm like, yo, I'm down at the setups. He's like, Cool, let me get down there. And I get he gets down there and he's like, So I haven't slept, but let's run it. <laughs> it's just like you're nuts, dude. And he still three one me, but I was like, This guy's crazy. Um, he's he's definitely a really scary player to see in bracket of a, of like a major or a regional. I do mm-hmm. think that the uh, you know when when there was a lot of in person locals, he like had everyone had his number in MDVA. Yeah. Juicebox was like you know eleven and one or something. Bobby I I think lost maybe one set and won everything else. Yeah, um, you just had a lot of people who like <laughs> I kind of rocked him. Play yeah. Mog a few times, you kind of kind of get it. But that being said. In a situation where you don't have 12 sets a year to play or yeah. 20 sets a year and you just have one set in pools. Um, yeah, dude, he is he is a scary player. Yeah, Mog, um, Mog can get your goat. Um, that's a that's a for sure. But jumping on over to Poppy. Poppy Poppy's really a solid player. He's one of those Fox Falco mains that like has extended periods of playing either, however he's feeling about it, you know. Um, so we could see Fox, we could see Falco. Um, he's set up to play Scarzo, really good player out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, has been basically Chicago's like two or three or four, somewhere around there. Um, been placing really well, basically losing to think just Michael and a few other people. Um, and so that could be either Falco or Falco Fox or Falco Falco. So. Uh, I'm interested to see what comes of that. And then Palpa is probably the one that people know the least. Um, yeah. So Palpa is sometimes CFW, sometimes Austin, uh, either for work or for internships in Austin or for summer vacations, vacations in the DFW. Um, for a long time was like like middle of the pack puff, like definitely top 10 material, but like, kind of got kept down by a lot has rapidly evolved into like a top two or three dfw player um it is no longer clear whether palpa or stj is the best puff in dfw um he also has one of the best foxes in dfw mm. against mm-hmm. puff he re- refuses to play the puff to for reasons i completely don't understand um and just solely has a pocket fox for it and it looks amazing in the matchup um but he he's set to play lucky um 
so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> that's uh, that's definitely a rough round one draw um, for Palpa, but it's it's possible. Puff is a, a crazy character, one could say. Puff's quite a character. Uh, something. <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah, there, there I'm, is I'm the, always the potential for a. Sorry, there's always the potential for Cascade versus Zamu, 10 a.m. pools type <laughs> stuff. God bless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I don't want to overstep any bounds, but Puff, Jigglypuff is certainly a character in Super Smash Brothers Melee. It's <laughs> uh, all that needs to be said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lucky. So, Lucky, we've talked about him a couple times. Um, yeah. He's interesting because he is very good, one of the best players of all time, been super good for such a long time. It's in a and, weird spot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is, I have no idea what we're going to get from Lucky. We talked about Shroomed. I kind of have more of an idea of what we're going to get from Shroomed um, because I think it's going to be one way or the other, right? Yeah. Lucky, I have no idea. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about, we're getting into it. Let's, uh, let, let, let me bring up the question. Is this an event that Lucky could win? Hmm. That's a hard maybe for me. We, it's uh, so he he's got kind of a wonky path, um, even just to top sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got to go through Palpa, and then he's got to go through Albert. Albert's been able to beat him before. If he loses to Albert, um, he has to play STJ, which I'm pretty sure he can win. Um, STJ, really solid puff player from DFW top three in DFW for sure. Um, but I think that Lucky can probably win that one. Um, looking at top 16, if he wins all the way through, beats Albert, he has to fight Kodorin. Um, yeah. And Kodorin has been looking amazing <laughs> versus SoCal Spaces. Um, very, very practiced player. Very, very intuitive it's just puts the work in from what I've seen mm-hmm. um, and does not, does not hold up on results. Um, has been looking incredible, you know, a top eight, um, I believe at the first major back. Top um, eight at Riptide. Riptide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, a really funny PTAS tweet that was not meant to be rude or anything towards, uh, to towards Yingling. Nick Yingling, but it was <laughs> like, yeah. So of the, there were nine summit attendees at um, at Riptide, and eight of them are in top eight. And of course, it's you know Yingling's not in top eight, but it's okay. Uh, oh, there's only so many slots. There's yeah. only eight slots in top eight, so yeah, Yingling will actually uh, be at the event the event as well for melee singles. Um, nice. He is unfortunately got him seated to play Napkins round one of sixty four. Who Napkins oh, is no. in. That's Napkins rough. is there's there's an echelon of players in the smash scene where losing to them is a rite of passage um whether it's it's okay man everybody gets rocked by this guy or it's you get put in a fucking group chat <laughs> there there is the i lost to napkins chat of which i am a member um and there is also the i lost to bob chat um which is a chicago puff player <laughs> And it, it is it is just something in our culture that I think is one of the most beautiful things where it's like, you stupid moron, you lost to this <laughs> player. Welcome to the chat with the rest of us. <laughs> so um, I think that could go either way. If Healing wins that, he has to play against Vincessant, which is also doable. 
Um, and then he has to play against Null. And I was sitting down at a friendly setup with Null and Yingling. And I, I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, it was it was winter stays, and I didn't play Yingling for very long. <laughs> All right, Stu, this brings me to my next question. Mm -hmm. Can Yingling win Low Tide City? <laughs> um, <laughs> in a perfect world, yes. But we are not in this perfect world. Um Unfortunately, I, uh, Nick Yingling is my boy. He has been my boy for a number of years. Um, one of the, one of the people who's I've stayed at his house like way back in like 2018. Um, and like, I was there when the poop house, you know, finally, finally dissolved, which is where they, where he was living was this place called the poop house. It was just this dark shade of Adobe Brown. Um, and yeah, I, I, I would pull for my guy as much as I can within all reasonable bounds, but unfortunately that does not extend out to Yingling winning the tournament. All right. So if yeah. Nick Yingling can't win this tournament, then who can? So I've got I've got my little top eight projected bracket pulled up. Um, mm -hmm. and I think this in terms of you know who I, I think can win flat out, um, and who has been looking like the best player out of all of these players. Um, I think S2J is a clear favorite. He's first seed for a reason. Um, Johnny has been looking incredible lately. Um, has just been looking really, really solid. Um, but at the same time, the sort of the distance between each of these players is not nearly as big as, say, you know, if there was a, a Hungry Box Mango or saying there. And even H-Box kind of feels like he can bleed a bit more lately. Well, Mango... Mango is going to be there, just Mango's... only for doubles and uh, ultimate. ultimate singles. <laughs> uh... Did he do that on purpose, or was that was that like a clerical he said error? he just wants to come goon and commentate and like enter doubles with Lucky? So four leaf Mango is making an appearance. That's um, I I wonder if they're going to DQ at seventeenth or win the entire thing oh, in dominant fashion. It could go either way, honestly. Almost um, exclusively either way. Yeah, <laughs> with, um, with, with four leaf with, mango. With how their their track record is, man, it depends on if they are able to get out and party on Thursday night. <laughs> that is my firm my firm idea of what could happen. Um, so, mango, like if if any of those like. You know, high echelon players were here. Even if Plup was here, I think Plup mm -hmm. is in Plup or IBDW are both in a super winning position in this bracket. Um, you know, Cody coming off the back of Riptide, unfortunately not able to make it up to Low Tide. Um, but I think that the Johnny's definitely my clear pick. I think that out of the top eight, <clears throat> pardon me, I think that. Uh, I would be most surprised to see Zamu Shroomed, of course, um, being the bottom two seats. But realistically, we could see either a Kodoran or Axewind. Yeah, I think Kodoran is an interesting one because I think that he yeah. has a good shot of winning, but only in the scenarios where Axe Buster's out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think if I Axe think, is I think Axe has to lose to someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> before before he reaches Kodoran, right? Because I don't think that seventy and one is going to happen. Yeah, honestly. Um, but I do think that he has good shots versus pretty much everyone else. Um, and I think Axe could just win. <laughs> yeah, I think Axe is like. Absolutely. It just depends on how he, he does it that day rather than the bracket that he has, really. Yeah. So. It's it's super up to 
like let, I'm gonna I'm gonna peel back on Axis bracket here because I do want to get a look at that real quick. Um, so Axe is projected to play Kodoran in mm-hmm. top eight. He has shroomed. Which is very Sheik. scary for Kodoran. Yeah, shroomed playing Sheik. Uh, we, we could in see. like 2016, that'd be really scary. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not certain. You know, shroomed is like also for being such a party animal and for drunkenly hangoverly ruining brackets for a really three times. Um, he's a really well put together person. Um, he like works a full time job and just like melee is his hobby. Like dude is dude is literally killing it. <laughs> like um, always the embodiment of someone who was pretty naturally gifted at melee and like that's a really loaded statement which a lot of people yeah you know have a lot of thoughts on but what like from all that i heard that the, the time and effort that he put into melee for his career was quite, uh, kind of dwarfed by every other player who's as good as he was so yeah <laughs> uh, shroomed the type of player you know he's he's not in practice he plays chic the, definitely the type of player to lose to like uh you know any 16 yeah. year old fox main but uh it's but being, hey yeah. I, I i think that I've, I've said this give me any fox main that's in high school versus like a 30 year old chic player i'm taking that fox main that i don't fox care who it is <laughs> i don't i don't need to know their seeds i literally only need to know their age uh and i will i will take that bet yeah. But uh, Shroomed also, um, you know, like we said on the flip side, that's someone who's been so good for so long, kind of doing maybe not, you know, maybe not this inactive, yeah. but he's been he's been chilling for a yeah. while now. Um, so we can see, we'll see. Down below, top sixteen, Axe does have number one player in the world and in our hearts, Android Zero, um, which could either be Android Zero or Billy Bo Peep. Um, another toss well, up one. I mean, it's hard beating number one, honestly. Oh, we kind of know that Billy Bo Peep's not going, so. Oh, right. That's, that's the, my heart. I had a very brief moment where I was my like, wait, that's really exciting. Uh, Billy versus Falcon is super interesting. Because he had right, that. Screw it. We're getting Billy there. I, I don't know getting, what it is. <laughs> we're flying him out. We're flying him out. Melee, melee stats, Billy Bo Peep. We'll get him a um, jacket. There you go. Oh god! Yeah. So all these jackets. All of these jackets. <laughs> I gotta I'm, I'm, I'm marking jackets. it down in my my little book. I'm getting ready. Yeah, you're at two right now. <laughs> I'm two. two. I'm you get nothing at two. Up. I know. I don't even get I'm a getting, t-shirt. Getting, <laughs> I'm getting, <laughs> um, an episode at a time. Yeah. So that means <laughs> like, has Edwin. Why did you plan stewed month? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, no shucks. <laughs> Yeah, so Axe Axe does have a notable Chicago villain, no fluxes. Um, <laughs> isn't Trail also a Ganondorf player? Trail is Icy Ganondorf. Okay, so we probably didn't see. Yeah, Icy's probably seems uh, a little more time. likely with Trail then. Um, Axe, if he ran into Icy's, he also ran into Fluid at that tournament, and he beat Fluid yeah. as well. Which uh, he did really well versus. Yeah, I thought I that was going to be a really worried about him <laughs> when I saw Fluid coming on stage. Because fluid, fluid sleep are really good, um, even without wobbling. Um, he well, beat Fiction and kind of, he, I think it was Genesis 5, he beat Fiction. Yeah. And kind of kicked off Fiction's whole, like, huh, Ices are not a good character. I'll show everyone how to beat them. And then proceeded to get his ship pushed in for, like, three years against Bananas. <laughs> that Well, yeah, that was the whole thing that started it. I mean, like, you could argue that that was the set that got Fiction back to Melee. Because Fiction previously yeah. was... Uh, I used to call them G and E smashers. Like, uh, you know, people would say like, oh, I'm a, 
C and E Christian. Like I'm a Christian yeah. Christmas and Easter. Cafeteria but, Catholics. Yeah. I've never I haven't heard that one, but that's yeah, because you pick and choose what you want. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> well, I always thought of him as a G and E smasher, which was a Genesis yeah. and Evo smasher. Now we're not at Evo, oh, so I have to come up with yeah. a new gotta gotta Whatever. figure it out. I'll I'll figure something out. But he yeah. I always would call him a G and E smasher because he would go to every Genesis, he'd go to every Evo, and he'd go to literally nothing. Maybe a weekly the like week before. Mm -hmm. uh he'd beat hugs <laughs> like yeah he'd do that he'd go to the event he'd get 21st or 33rd and then that was enough and then yeah, i think he got good. like 65th losing mm -hmm. to fluid fluid who i i believe i don't think for most of his career was. not a wobbler he didn't wobble fiction yeah i know he did i got pushed back on this when we were writing jeopardy because my original clue for fluid was wobbled fiction before it was cool uh. And then I play tested it, and they were like, "He didn't wobble fiction." Like, Jeez, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but there is a, there is an interesting kink in the no fluxes match, and that's if no fluxes loses to secrets, which pretty possible. Is that um, is that set that's, up? That's 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 what it's seated for. Um, right before top sixty four winners round of the pool, um, no fluxes versus secrets. So. We may, see the, we may see the rematch. I think it. I don't know if it's intentional because I think the same people that did low tide seating did rip tide seating. Uh, uh, no, two different teams actually. Two different teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, dude, that uh, is so funny. Then I'm. I may. <laughs> I may bring it up and be like, we should probably move secrets or no fluxes, <laughs> just so. No, I mean it's too late at this point. Fate has yeah. already decided. People are already bad about the seating. You can't be changing stuff now. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's like when, when I'm not any, affiliated with T-Lock at all. <laughs> Dude, it, it reminds me of when Triff would go to uh the UK and they always like they'd always find a way to play Sechi. Oh, I love like, that. Be like, oh yeah, you are fourth seed. Sorry, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's a real shame. <laughs> oh yeah, oh Sechi's eighth seed. Oh, your first seed. God, it's so brutal. <laughs> Poor, poor trip. But man, Sechi really just had that guy's number for a while. And who knows? Are we going to see the new Sechi Triff? Is Secrets the new Sechi? Oh, maybe. Uh, we just uh, casually I, see them for for acts every single time. The Tyler Swift practice is paying off, I'm sure. Yeah, like uh, we talked about it on the show, but I remember seeing on Twitter someone say. You're not ready for my boy Secrets beats Axe. And I'm like, okay, literally everyone has said this about their friend in like every major. Mm -hmm. This is like you uh, like when Twitter started, you can probably find those tweets. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, my boy's gonna beat J Man or whatever. Like <laughs> they've existed for so long, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, but evidently this person who I randomly saw on Twitter, they they were they were onto something. Yeah. So we'll see. And and you know what? We talk about Axe's bracket. I actually don't think that it is. You know, I think the, the players who he's playing are really good. I think Andrew yeah. Zero, best player in the world, is amazing. I think Kadoran's amazing. I also don't think that those are horrible people for Axe to find at Bracket. Yeah. Uh, that being said, if yeah, if Secrets can find his way in, who knows? Yeah. Might be a whole whole other game we're looking at. Yeah, I think those are definitely the the easy could win. I don't really see Ginger winning the event um i i think that ginger is obviously like a cut above most other falcos um i also think that provided kodorin beats gatsu which 
probably is going to happen because Coderin's been looking really good against Falcon. Um, Coderin Ginger's going to go down, and mm. I think Coderin's just going to clean him up, honestly. Stude? Yeah, I don't know if I would say that, that Ginger is better than the other Falcos. I think that was true like four months ago. I mean, what, uh, what other Falcos are we thinking here? Well, well, I think that there's... If if you watched our last episode of Waiting for Game, you would know that Logan has asserted that Mango is the first best Falcon, the second best Falco is Flash. True. I mean, Flash is cracked as just. Well, I just think that, that yeah, I, yeah, I think that uh, it's not like fake. It's not like Ginger got worse or anything. No. Yeah. Uh, I think he's still quite. I think good. other Falcos just got better. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think Frenzy, Flash, and uh, Fiction. Fiction. Those three would be F's. my picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three Fs. <laughs> I think that uh, I think all three of them are about the same level as Ginger right now, and yeah. that might be like a bit of a hot take, but I think that uh, they're all very talented. I think so that I, I wouldn't say he's a cut above. It's possible. I would just want to see more results out of them because Frenzy. It's hard because he's you know out yeah. there in the UK. Uh, Flash is forever sitting in the hidden temple of Ohio. <laughs> um, and, you know, fiction has not really been entering much. I know he's been doing a lot with game dev and also unhinged tweeting. Um, well, and... I wouldn't say unhinged. It, there's been Definitely some worrying ones. Under <laughs> the influence, maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's been some stuff about the psychic battle of the universe, but, you know. Hey, who doesn't think about that? It's, it's why I put my phone away during psychic trips. Uh, there's reasons. He, he says what we're all thinking. But, uh, <laughs> He's yeah, just fic- what's on our mind. Fiction's a big, um, he's a big Verdugo West monster. I'm not sure if okay. he goes to every, every local for SoCal, but I don't know how many they have, but um but he makes sure every like Monday or whatever that, that he's going to be almost certainly in bracket for Verdugo West. And yeah, like he lost to S2J this past week, took a set. Okay. Um, he he's lost to Kadoran, but he's also won over like everyone else. Yeah. He's won over armies, won over West balls. He's taken sets off Kadoran, uh, taken sets off of lucky and S2J. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I really want to see him on a large stage because his Falco um it's so funny it's it so is. it's definitely not like what we want to see <laughs> it's definitely the most like weird falco like it's just it's <laughs> i i it's goofy really not smart enough to describe it because i was thinking yeah. i was watching him he um he got three stocked by s2j and set one of grand finals and then yeah. like it was i think it was like two stock two stock two stock or something like that he he brought it back one three one uh okay. and it was just like suj could not move yeah um, no his lasers yeah it's the lasers he's he's really willing to um like <laughs> he's just really willing to go back to neutral he's yeah. like uh he's like okay i probably won't get anything else off this i'll just i'll hide back and laser f tilt jab whatever laser yeah. jab. Well, he, laser. he like he plays it like flowchart ken almost where it's like <laughs> If you've ever played Third Strike and you've ever played against like a good flowchart Ken, uh, it's miserable. It's it's literally they just have their they know their confirms, they know their setups all the way through, and they will only play that way. But it's such a good character that it's so hard to deal with. And just the fact that they're able to reset to neutral and be like, okay, well here's Hadouken. We're gonna reset, we're gonna get that going, pull out the gun, everything. Um yeah, fiction. Another player that I, ha- I feel like has a measure of spite in his melee. 
Absolutely. I think some of yeah. the, the greatest players in the, in the game play Melee out of a little bit of spite. And Fiction's one of them. Absolutely. Um, my dream run is to see Lucky win this tournament. But that's uh, that, that, that takes a lot of hope and a lot of elbow grease, I think. What yeah, it's your, weird. What would your brain I, run be? My brain run? Might not my heart run. Um, You're not your heart run, your brain run. My brain run is definitely... I'd say, I'd say Johnny... Johnny Axe Grands, Axe Resets, Johnny Wins. Hell yeah. I think Axe is super capable of either beating him or at least resetting. Um, if he if Axe wins in winners finals, though, I think Axe wins the tournament. Amby, you had a you were someone who's interesting. I want to hear what's interesting. Um, well, I just I want to talk a little bit about Lucky. Mm-hmm. I think that Lucky he's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. That's all you that, want to uh, say. <laughs> no, it's just cool. a strange it's, dude. It's, it's, it's the same <laughs> way. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like a you see his results, and it's like not like he's in yeah. a slump really uh it's just he's he's just very wonky like i remember like very early on in the pandemic when he started beating Kazu. Yeah. oh yeah um that was just insane like he would like lose to like bobby big balls or something and he beat Kazu, who was like infinity and zero against yeah. him uh and he would just like do like crazy shield pressure up smash roll mm-hmm. reads into screaming on his stream or whatever his stream is hilarious uh, I will say. Yeah, no. And it's like I'm very excited to see Lucky at more land stuff because I really just have no idea how good he is. I just like, how are you beating Keizu? You could never do this. <laughs> like Yeah. Dude, yeah. he did that to Kadoran. Um he I, I think it was Netplay for Palestine. I remember watching Netplay for Palestine and he kind of got washed by none mm-hmm. in uh in winners and he makes it back to Grands. Uh and I after he gets washed, everyone's like, all right, none, three oh, so he's got this. And I'm thinking to myself, I think Lucky has this. Lucky is so he's so good against Falcon. I think the people who are really good against Falcon that we've seen are people who we don't generally consider um the most like rigid play styles. I think him and Cobalt are probably like the two best players versus Falcon we've ever seen. Yeah. Fiction also really good, yeah. Uh, I just think the way he plays versus Falcon is so funny. He he just plays like he's playing like a combo video, um, and it works. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good versus Falcon. Uh, yeah, when Johnny's uh, when when Joey's on, it is is amazing. It's great, he's hitting man, all right? this stuff, and it's like, come on, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, come <laughs> yeah. on, man. <laughs> come on, you didn't have to like off off stage nair shine him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I I do want to kind of. Uh while we're while we're still in the neighborhood of top eight um before we transition over to talking a little bit about my tournament um it's uh it's interesting i think loser side top eight we've got magi lucky which i'd be interested to see magi win um because that would set some really some really interesting scenarios up there for losers because then it would be magi shroomed instead which could see shroom advance and then Nut Shroomed. Nut has been on my radar for a long time. He used to come to DFW because um, I think his one of his like his girlfriend lived here for a while. Um, so I don't think they're dating anymore. But like that's complete aside. He came they came through to DFW. We'll bring that when up when he was like 
Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> we'll talk about the dating lives of all of your favorite players. Um, but I don't know what his head-to-head with Shroomed is like. Um, I could see him making a deep bracket run. Nut is a very good player. I really wish that Nut and Vavez were both at this tournament solely for doubles because they were another um, up-and-coming mm-hmm. teams duo that was just doing work. I thought that they were they were such a good team. Yeah, um, I don't even know if I'd call them up-and-coming. I think that they were just top players or doubles. True. <laughs> I think they, yeah. they got that pedigree. <laughs> yeah, they definitely earned that. Uh, Gatsu Bobby Big Balls. Bobby Big Balls over Android Zero, I think, is going to be a bit of a toss-up. I think that uh, I think Android Zero is an incredible player. He I think is... they ended up playing at uh, Riptide, actually. They might have. Bobby, um, Bobby was able to take that. Yeah, Bobby Bobby had an interesting run at Riptide. He actually played SDJ for 33rd <laughs> and 3 0 him. Um, but so Bobby Gatsu, mm, I think that's a hard Gatsu favor. Um, Bobby could do it. And then Zamu over Albert is a tricky one for me. I think that Albert, in my opinion, is more favored than Zamu. But Zamu's been looking really, really good lately. Um, and so, yeah, that that's a bit of a toss-up as well. So I think that, I think Shroom Nut might be the, Shroom Nut and Gatsu Bobby Balls might be the most set in stone in my head. Um, but Lucky Magi and Zamu Albert, I think, have the biggest possibility for an upset. So... So that's the Fox episode Fox potential. And then we have we have your heart pick as lucky and your brain pick mm-hmm. as S2J. Um it's a little asterisks for X. Yeah. <laughs> asterisks. Right, you got you got you got three picks in there. Okay. Um Eric, what do you what do you got? Who do you have winning the tournament? Um brain pick is S2J wins straight. Um I think X does not reset. Okay. I think X gets that game pretty definitively. I think he loses really early to like some random person and then makes it all the way to the finals. Yeah. Always um, fun. Yeah. My <laughs> my my heart pick is is Axe. Because <laughs> uh, what I want to happen is I want Axe to lose really early. <laughs> and I want Kodoran to make a massive run and beat S2J in winners finals. And then Axe just went through losers. That'd be oh, so funny. That That'd be, be the best God. possible outcome for me. That'd be if, uh... so deflating to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so not deflating all the way up until the last set of a tournament. True. Like, can you imagine losers finals? Like Axe after seven sets in losers versus S2J. And it's like a last stock, last hit game five into oh, man. Axe versus just Kodora. washing Kodora. Yeah, it's like um, Four Loco Fight Night. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. Keizu just barely uh, lost to S2J. <laughs> we just saw him get blown out. Yeah, um, that's, those are some good, some good brain picks and heart picks. Generally, we don't do brain pick and heart pricks, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna meld them together. Okay, who you uh, got? My entire, my entire body is making this pick. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Gatsu. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little crazy. Okay, so Gatsu would have Ginger. Um, I think that. You know, what we, the traditional notions of Falco versus Falcon, I think is like kind of being rewritten. We're um, shifting. It's, uh, especially it's... seeing like Nun versus Ginger. That is a rivalry that doesn't tend to be too close. So funny. I love, uh, I, I really love watching, uh, wobbling. I love watching our new Canadian <laughs> god just working Ginger. <laughs> it's, 
I can't wait for him to be able to descend down into the United States once more and uh, work his magic. Honestly. Soon, hopefully. Soon. Hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, I will. I will say Gatsu on this one. Uh, for a little bit during during Slippy, we saw him as like we're like, okay, is he top ten? Is he like? Yeah. What do we have to? We were looking at him. He was just beating everyone for for a hot minute. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope we can get back to that. And I do think that. Yeah, I think he really does have the ability to beat Ginger. Um, I mean, I've described Falcon on this podcast before as fast Zangief, and uh, yes, I like I, that. Look, I, I, I don't think it's wrong. Uh, there's a lot of really things. There's a lot of things that happen very quickly, and if you pick the wrong option, then you're going to get need in place, need on your tech in place. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Gatsu's really good. Uh, I mean, that does put Gatsu versus S2J, which the uh, high level falcon dittos that we've seen are always like really really up in the air mm-hmm. um you know when it was like s2j wizzy uh none there was always like it's like a rock like, paper scissors it was a rock paper scissors but then like the next year it happened and it would like oh, shift it'd still be rock paper scissors but like different people would be be yeah. beating other people um so i definitely think that's possible i do think that axe would be hard um if axe makes it there uh but I don't know. Like we've seen it, we've seen him do pretty well before versus Axe. Uh, we've seen him beat Axe online for whatever that matters. But uh, yeah, I think this would be super cool. I, I like obviously this is uh, a heart pick that I'm that I'm like trying to tell myself it's a brain yeah. pick. But uh, I think if we were able to see Gatsu come out of this as as what he's probably like the fifth seed. Um, I think that'd be really, really cool. And I, I think that would be like establishing. He's already been known as a very good player, but be yeah. establishing himself to a level that I don't think he has been at before, even after like the shine run. I don't, the I don't shine run. I got to see live. That was an incredible run. I got to see live too. I think Gambi mm-hmm. was there too. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to I think Boston. Was, I think that was the shine that I was at. Yeah. Shine was the one I had the fever. The one Zane um, won. Yeah, no, I was there. Uh, okay. I left early, but I did. Oh, see. dude, <laughs> what a grand though. Oh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think Gatsu's an interesting pick. I mean, if he beats Ginger, like you said, Axe is the stumbling block. But even if he doesn't beat Ginger, I think that Kodorin Kodorin would be an interesting set. Yeah, it'd be a it'd be a good time. I am really stoked to see whatever happens on top eight. Um, I'm commentating it with the cheat and also with mango. We're doing a little tri cast action. Oh, sick. Um, and so you'll be getting all of us, uh, all of us handsome boys up there making things happen. Um, friend of the show, the cheat friend of the show, the cheat and, huge uh, Mikey fan. Mango, uh, we're I actually don't think has any title with regards to melee. <laughs> no relation to melee. Stats. No relation. No relation at all. <laughs> Um, Speaking of which, there is a tournament of which has no relation at all to this one. <laughs> no, it's oh. uh, so um, as some of you may have seen or, or inferred, I am currently distanced. Uh, that's a terrible link, you know. Uh, currently distanced from Tourney Locator, operating as an independent uh, tournament organizer for a tournament called Shipwreck. And uh, Shipwrecked was born out of necessity due to yet another uh, instance of Nintendo strong-arming a small community into um, not playing the games that we love and simultaneously losing customers while doing so. Um, 
but Shipwrecked is a P-plus tournament. We also have Beyond Melee um, there as well, uh, but it's mostly a P-plus tournament with a lot of heavy hitters. Um, we have 85 entrants, but the top of the scene is looking absolutely super strong. Um, we have hitters like Sosa from SoCal, Launchables from Texas. Now he's living in, I think, Michigan. Um, Nog from Florida, who has been making waves recently in the post-quarantine era. Uh, let me see here. We've got Twisty as well from, um, let's see, Twisty, Kais, and Kumatora, all from the Northeast in New England. Um, so Blue... There's Sorry. all kinds of crazy who's players. Kumatora? Is that someone you mentioned? Yes. Who is because I, I know so Sosa and Twisty, I believe, are both Wario mains. Mm -hmm. Uh Nog is the uh DK, right? The DK. He's he's got a lot of characters. He's got a like lot the, of characters. The dude plays most characters in the cast at a fairly high level. Um, is is Kais um a Charizard? Yes. Kais okay. is a Charizard player. Kumatora is a Ness player, and she Man, has okay. recently been Basically, standout number one in Massachusetts, which is a very deep region um, for the game. Is that um, Silver was from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, Silver Silver is from Mass. Uh, Silver might be placing top three or four. I don't know if he had enough tournaments to qualify, but yeah, it uh, it runs pretty deep. We've got former Arizona number one Blue, as well as I Love Bagels. Um, Blue now lives in DFW. Um, Basically, it's just looking stacked as hell. Um, and I'm very proud to be able to bring this together um, basically in two weeks. Um, we, we had 17 days of Head Start, and we're going into this weekend um, full bore. I've got a great team of folks, Arsenal, Sabre, Motobug, uh, Melee Sad Posts, um, and Absolute Black, who is a, uh, a friend of mine, who long-time old head in the DFW scene. But... Uh, we're basically coming together. We're doing it right across the road um, in an old settlers association. Um, so we are gonna we're gonna do our best with what we have and hopefully have a kick-ass tournament. We've got a food truck. We got a food truck there. We're gonna have oh, tacos. Yeah. It's gonna be bitching. <laughs> um, and you know, I've I've been basically um, you know uh, sleep, eat, breathe everything for for shipwrecked. I've managed to get our let me see here. What's our what's our pot at right now? Um, the pot is sitting at thirty seven hundred fifty four dollars and sixty one cents, um, raised fully from the community, community backed. We got a huge donation from Alpha Rad, absolute hero. Home nice. Um, would there ever several... be a would there ever be a part of like would there ever be a stretch goal for you to shave your head or something like that? Yeah, there is actually a stretch goal now that you mention it, Wait, uh, for me to shave my my lustrous locks um, for $5,000. And now, um, if you go to the Matcherino link, I'm going to totally post in your Twitch chat, if that'll allow me to do it. Um, you can literally just get money into the pot for free. Um, all you have to do is click those connect codes, those coupon codes, or you can also contribute to the pot by... Um, following certain social media sites, part of the sponsor quests that are available on Matcherino. And there's also some um, purchasable benefits um, as well. You can buy the extra cool guy, gal, Vamer roll in the Shipwreck Discord for $10. Five of that goes to the prize pool. And then 
I personally have another goal for picking you up physically. Um, and that one, we will recreate the photo. I don't know if you saw it of me pinning Motobug to the wall. Um, and yeah, you, so you can buy one um, individual um, extra cool guy role in the Discord. Um, there are 10 available uh, physical pickups from me, but you can actually just buy all 10 of those if you've really got a hanker in. So, does this have to be you know, um, big, in, big investments? Does this have to be redeemable at low tide city? Um, it is redeemable at all times. Okay. So, if if you you know if if you want <clears throat> to, you could buy all 10 and then stretch it out for the next foreseeable future. Yeah, Abby, um, uh, melee stats is going to pay for stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All getting right, back into the gym. I'm getting my shoulder looked at. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna really be uh, primo, you know, primo stuff right there. But it's uh, it's an exciting time. I've had a lot of fun um, thinking of ways to make this tournament as great as it is. We've raised that 3,700 and probably an additional thousand for venue staffing costs, um, and yeah, it's it's all gone back into this event basically it's um it's gonna be crazy and i'm i'm basically so i'm i'm showing up thursday night with mikey until um we crash you know maybe do some setup i might help with some setup there uh, thank you for purchasing an instance of stude will pick you up physically uh weed i see that there <laughs> um it is it is official it has been purchased you will have to been... pick me up at some point uh very well. main stage I am going to main stage. I will okay, see you there. You'll pick me up at main stage. <laughs> I, I don't know because you you are also a fairly large man. I don't know if I can do the under the shoulder hands pickup. Uh, Motobug, who is the sample picture, is 120 pounds sopping wet, but I can likely That's pick you up um, from around the waist, and so I I will hoist. It will happen. We will we'll get a photo it too. It's good content. Yeah. We will we will sell that photo for more than ten dollars. Melee stuff will make a profit <laughs> off this. It's all about that money. It's all about that money, boys. Um, but it's it's really been an incredible opportunity, and for for me, it's kind of my first time doing an event like this. Um, I, I don't really have a ton of TOing experience. Like there was times back in Alaska where I did some TOing in Fairbanks, which was always a little small. Um, there was a little bit of stuff that I did in Texas. Um, like helping out, of course, with all the turning locator stuff, checking seating, making sure things run smoothly. Uh, but mostly I've been a commentator player. I did start up a P plus uh, meetup slash tournament um, again, which has been um, really, really nice. We've been doing that weekly again, um, having a bracket every night, have no prize money, just free. Um, but that's been kind of my, my, I dipped my toes into it. And then when I learned that we were going to not be able to run at LTC, I was like, well, we're jumping in both feet. Um, and so I got a team of people that are much smarter than me and they've been basically helping me make this happen. Um, incredible bunch of folks. Um, and I've been really glad to be able to do it. So talk to me about the state of project plus right now, because I feel like, uh, you know, unfortunately, this yeah. idea of having to run um, a separate tournament is—it's not—it's not the only time we've seen that. Uh, obviously, we have Undertow, yeah. which um, I will say that was a melee Jeopardy question that I wrote. <laughs> we we did Thesaurus tournaments, and, nice. and so we we would give you a, 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 a um, 
synonym. Oh my god. Yeah. My I went through every uh number I knew. Oh god. It's safe to say that the caffeine that I like mainlined before the show started is ending. Um but yeah, uh I, I think that uh we deserve compensation for uh undertow. Um but but like yeah, we are seeing events that have to pop up. So I guess like the question is, you know, what um you know the state of project plus is lenius says what uh what does the future of, of this uh game hold yeah so p plus is kind of in this i mean we've been in like a murky legal territory for a long time um and we've kind of always had since the initial shutdown in 2015 to kind of fly under the radar and be really really grassroots um mostly doing um you know self you know self-funded self-presented um and self-put together events we've had virtually no sponsors um virtually no interest from anyone to be able to go ahead and like assist with that so it's all been by the you know by the community for the community and for a while there um with all the anti-nintendo sentiment that kind of got stirred up when uh, nintendo canceled last big house you know for running on slippy which they accused us of being thieves, which I will not say is true. Um, I, I'd say that literally any TO in the world could ask the Melee community, hey, do we have enough discs to be able to justify running on Slippy? You know, we can say we can rip the ISOs from them. I mean, some some people I know have like three Melee discs. You know, it, it's, it's, it's this thing where the community as a whole got vilified for not really doing anything. You can't buy uh, Melee, you can't buy Brawl or a Wii or a GameCube from Nintendo. Um, and so it's it's been this, you know, this, the sentiment got stirred up where it was like, okay, yeah, fuck Nintendo, you know, fuck Nintendo. Um, I can say that on here, right? We're good. Yeah, fuck Nintendo. Thank you. I just, I just to wanted to make sure I wasn't... to say Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. No, please say Nintendo. Um, please and say it as so many times as possible. It's the, the sentiment comes up, and all of a sudden, you know, the P plus community is like, you know, we. <laughs> I don't want to say we told you so, but you know, we've also been kind of suffering out here, and we're standing in solidarity with you because we know we know Big Pop and Nintendo is like an, just an abusive father. Like they're not, they don't care about us. They just want the illusion of control right like it's not it's not something where they are have ever been giving anything meaningful to us at most they've given us enough credibility to get other sponsors but even then they've restricted those sponsors from helping us in meaningful ways um you know for the melee community it was the the, the red bull circuit that was going to happen um, a lot of other investors were looking into it and so us being back at majors was this huge step um, you know, Riptide announced that they'd be having P plus very publicly. Low Tide City announced it, and when Main Stage announced it, you know, BTS, you know, Beyond the Summit, being the most legitimate esports organization to say, yeah, we're going to have this at our event, um, really gave us this this sense of legitimacy, and really gave us um, a lot of warm fuzzies. I mean, the PM community felt great. We were doing fantastic through quarantine. Uh, we were having a little rough because we're still on delay-based netcode, but like the hope of of in-person majors with other Smash games and being able to to introduce new players to the scene, 
um, was was really in everybody's mind, and it was really crushing for all of us. I think when the first um, the first cease and desist came through for Riptide, and that happened two weeks out from the event. Um, the team came together for Undertow, uh, Motobug, Melee Set Posts, and a few other folks. Um, really made a great tournament happen. And that's kind of where we're at. Um, the As far as I know, um, because as someone that is completely not affiliated with Tourney Locator, probably wouldn't know, um, are... Their 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 stance, their stance on it was to maintain radio silence, not advertise it, and see if Nintendo just kind of lets it slide by. And as you all know, that didn't happen, and I had to step in and you know get all these folks to help out with it, um, and hopefully make a tournament that is amazing. I am I am very very hopeful for what is to come, um, but our current state coming from this kind of bit of history I gave you is we're running shadow majors again, which is kind of what we were doing before. We have our own events, uh, blacklisted, um, in the Northeast is going to be happening in November. That is a standalone PM event. Um, and jailbreak, which is a shadow major is also supposed to happen in November. Sorry. I'm like getting, I had barbecue and I'm getting a little burpy. Um, <laughs> Is really good barbecue, but uh, yeah, so shadow majors basically attaching themselves to majors and running them in concurrent and separate venues, um, is probably going to be the go to other than standalone events. Um, part of us or some of the community, me included, think that the reason Nintendo does this tends to be around Nintendo Directs, if you've noticed. There was a Nintendo Direct after the Big House cancellation came through, and there's a conspicuously large Direct um, with the latest Smash reveal coming up October 5th. So part of us thinks that they either... they Because they don't care sometimes, right? You know, there's there's been tournaments that have had P+. Low-tier City, every iteration has had P+, up until this one. Um, and so it's it's been this kind of hedge your bets moment on you know whether or not Nintendo gives a fuck basically on what's going to happen um, and so it's part of me hopes that eventually we can just run it smooth do it fine um, and I think the sentiment's still there that Nintendo sucks um, at least within the melee community somewhat in the alt community because um, they haven't really been you know bitten by the hand that feeds them yet Yeah, eventually, eventually they're going to get Not really to be too cynical. and they're going to be like, who could have seen this coming? And all of us are just going to feel like, well, I hate to tell you, but yeah, they'll, uh, they'll have like an Among Us skin for the Ice Climbers or something yeah. and just get completely yeah. you know, showered in money, showered in money. You know, um, I, I do think uh, I do think the fuck Nintendo chance at Riptide were awesome to see um for those of you that weren't there or didn't see the clip slippy basically crashed and we had to reboot slippy and it was up on the stream and everyone just started yelling fuck nintendo uh and it was just it was great because you wouldn't have seen that like 
a year ago, two years ago. Um, yeah. Well, two years ago. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, when I got into the scene, that was, I got in the scene in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were still under the illusion that uh, Melee HD would happen and that, that yeah. we were under the illusion that we wanted Melee HD to happen. Yeah. I, I think that Melee HD would have to be a hell of a port to uh to fix any ill will um i don't think it's gonna ever happen i, I hope th- it doesn't I, happen. I hope they never do it yeah. can you imagine like they port it to like switch and there's like input lag and you can't use gamecube controllers it would be a nightmare i hate it they'd probably do pal yeah do you want to play pal no, i don't want to play, play pal dude yuck they have like some free-for-all event they invite like plop to or something <laughs> oh god yeah so the most the most recent like event they announced they were like you could win a jacket <laughs> i'm like you could win a jacket like, a backpack yeah, yeah you, it's like you're gonna on. win like fifteen hundred dollars if you come to my event down the road <laughs> like if you win the tournament man you get big bucks you get your travel and everything basically paid back um and so, it's so funny that that's that's still big bucks to us right like you look yeah. at these other esports yeah. like like the Fortnite I mean, tournament, even Brawlhalla. Like I know, man. like Aiden's little brother, <laughs> yeah. right? I don't know if you guys know about this. Aiden's little yeah. sibling, he's mm-hmm. a Fortnite player, and he got like 49th yeah. at like a big Fortnite. And he got paid regional, more than like, and he won like yeah. eight thousand dollars or something. And it was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, where are, where are we? we on this? No, topic? yeah, I think about companies that actually have dev support. Um, you know, like Brawlhalla has like a 10k prize pool bonus every single tournament. Um, I think about, you know, Nick All-Stars Brawl has Ludosity, and I know that they're going to be pretty involved devs. Um, and I'm very excited for what's to come with that. But uh, I dream of just if Nintendo even just left us the fuck alone to get money from other people. <laughs> it would be so great. Yeah, because like companies are interested in us. <laughs> they just don't get to play with us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like uh it's like a, a parent being like, you no, you can't you can't play with those kids. They're 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 not good. Um I don't know. It's it's frustrating. And I mean the future I am hopeful that my my main goal, <laughs> my secret goal now that I work at Smash GG is to work here for twenty years make my way up to the CEO of Microsoft somehow and then proceed to sue the nuts off of Nintendo <laughs> with whatever money comes from that. So we'll, we'll see, you know, I, I am eternally hopeful. I am cautiously optimistic and I will always say it with my whole chest. Fuck Nintendo. We're making shirts by the way, and you should buy them. They say fuck Nintendo in the oh, big man. project what- M font. Where where can I find this shirt? I'm buying um, one immediately. We we are launching a Teespring campaign. We're tastefully putting an asterisk in just in case there's kids around and you don't feel like wearing fuck out there on your chest. Um, I'm wearing this shit everywhere, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> but I uh, unfortunately uh, wasted all of my money on getting picked up by someone, getting physically picked up. By ah, someone. shucks. The fiber's got to go on over to that. But uh, <laughs> we we are excited to be able to to bring you guys this opportunity with shipwrecked um yeah i basically ruined my sleep for like three days i did like a 24-hour stream and everything like yeah it was it was a lot but 
the 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 team is doing impeccable work um i am always so thankful for people that have been doing this longer than i have <laughs> because i might be the guy that had to kick things off but they are the the heart and brains and muscle of this as just as much as i am if not more um so yeah um that's pretty much all i have to say on shipwrecked other than you should absolutely give me money um you know wait that's what if, we're supposed to say if there ever was a time to shill you know let's get it going boys <laughs> for sure it um it really does seem like an event you know that that obviously you and a lot of other people have put all of your effort into uh, and i think it's an event that deserves people to uh, you know deserves some uh, support from people uh, now we did see with undertow we saw that it was not streamed live but it was streamed later are we going to see that as well with shipwreck we are shooting to have a stream um, oh wow okay yeah. so our our goal is to be able to have a stream there we i'm trying to get a hold of this guy from the williamson county old settlers association um and be like hey so i would love to get a speed test of your internet and a copy of the floor plan i've like emailed this guy twice i've called him and i'm just like don't tell me Nintendo got to this guy somehow. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't let that have happened. Um, well, we got an email from someone called yeah, Nintendo. This, uh, this Nintendo fella <laughs> saying that y'all are, are terrible. Um, but let me see here. So at this time um, for Project M's largest prize pools, let me see here. I think we're like number seven. Um, I'm not certain. Let me check. Where did my link go? Let me see here. There it is. Biggest. Yeah, I think that's dope, though. Regardless of, of like maybe the entering count maybe being a little bit lower, I know that Low Tide City was like historically very frequently in the top 10 attendance-wise for, uh, yeah. for Project um, So it's cool to see you guys still get yeah definitely the the post-covid era has been kind of uncertain um but things have been doing pretty well yeah currently we are number seven um if we surpass thirty eight hundred ninety five dollars and one cent we'll be uh top six so nice yeah if we crap if we if we crap um if we crack 5k uh shaving my head and everything um what, we... what does end everything in entail uh i don't know <laughs> okay. and all that all that other stuff um but if we crack that even if we just crack 40 uh 650 um we'll be top three prize pools so wow. Wow. I'm, I'm really proud of the community to be able to bring us into the top 10 um i'm extremely hopeful that we're able to see more as the stream is going on and as everything is going on you know people seeing what we're doing um seeing that we are you know, fighting to exist as this community. Uh, but yeah, uh, it looks as though wisely uh, another another good lad, um, friend of the show, friend of the show, um, is saying that it was not streamed because of internet issues, not necessarily Nintendo issues. Okay. So going forward, our goal is to always be able to stream it on Twitch. Uh, we will be streaming under the brawl category since we don't have our own category. Um, I remember that. I remember when there was a category for that. I. <laughs> So there was one very briefly for like part of quarantine um and then it got quickly shut down but it was nice while it lasted 
some uh, some concerned insider in Twitch uh, probably got reprimanded for that. But whoever it was, we thank you. Hats off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously the the best ways that you can support uh, shipwrecked it seems like if if there's a stream, um, viewership for for this type of stuff um i i imagine would be super important and also uh you know, we, we have the match arena we, we linked it in our twitch stream our match arena will also try to get that linked in the description of this youtube video uh definitely something that i think you know we, we had a whole episode with wisely we talked about the similarities that the melee scene has with the p plus the pm scene um i think we as as a melee fans and as melee uh like uh, diehards you know whoever's watching this like we consider ourselves diehards i think that there's a lot to be seen in the pm community that it's another community full of diehards so uh you know i think if we're able to support events like undertow events like shipwrecked and um jailbreak i i think that the scene has a lot to gain from from helping them out like that so I would say uh, if you are at all interested in Project M, Project Plus, yeah, you, everyone should totally check out Shipwreck. Um, do you have any, uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about Melee, about who's going to win and everything like that. Um, we don't have another two hours to get into yeah. <laughs> to Shipwreck. Uh, but I think a lot of these people might not know uh, what to look out for. Do you have like, you know, are there any players in particular? You said you have Sosa and Lunchables. I know those are two like really big names. Um, is there any like narratives that anyone uh, who's watching for the first time might be able to to cling on to? Absolutely, and I think um, a long-standing rivalry um, is definitely Sosa Lunch. Um, for the longest time, they not only didn't really care for each other as people, but as players, and it, it kind of showed. Um, but I think that times have passed; people have aged. It's gotten a lot healthier. Um, and I know that this is going to be a kick-ass tournament. Um, seating's projected to have Sosa win. He's been the most active of the two of them. Um, but Zach put up a really good showing at Undertow, um, ended up at second, um, losing to the Doctor, who's was a NorCal Roy. Uh, it w- was with a mix of Toon Link, Roy, and Marth. Um, okay. Mostly his Marth is probably his best character, and most likely who he'll bring out in a lot of matchups. Um, yeah, but... I think that that is probably our foremost storyline. Um, other storylines to watch out for, the rise of Nog um, coming into the scene, definitely one of um, the most active net players now putting up numbers in person um, in a big way. Um, very, very solid player. Got fourth at Undertow, I believe. Um, and then... I think for if you're just a Texas guy, um, you're probably going to be looking out most for Fearless, Apathy, and Arsenals. Um, definitely a bunch of hard hitters out of Texas that could make a good bracket run, but we'll see. Awesome. Yeah, so that, that is Shipdrek. That is coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, If you are interested in watching, I would say, is there a Twitch yet, or should they just go to the Brawl channel? Uh, so what will be on... Category. What we'll be on is uh, the Heart Swap TV. We'll be working with Melee Sad Posts to get over on that. Um, Trin has been doing a lot of amazing work to become one of the streaming hubs of the community. She also has the Wave Slime Invitational, um, which is going to be a huge invitational um, that is got some of the best players from the Melee, Project M, and Ultimate communities. Um, I know that Panda Global is also doing something similar. 
but they're doing it more with a, a streamer heavy focus rather than a um, community favored focus and like community players. Um, you know, obvious exception being Lud because Lud is actually pretty solid at the game. I'd say not bad. Um, <laughs> I should have I should have drawn attention to this yeah. guy. But there, there's a um, there there was a video that. Uh, came out this week that was like calling out slime for being bald leafy oh um, yeah uh, the, and, the anti-haxers yeah and uh in that well the pro haxers <laughs> yeah no, he, no no but they called no, him, okay. they called him an anti-haxer like oh an yeah anti oh they called it oh yeah. yes yes sorry it, it's the there's a, a line of videos i we shouldn't be um no, we can we can do this. I don't. Uh, <laughs> the only the only good thing about the video was uh, he was like slime was only popular because he worked for BTS and was friends with t- former top one hundred player Ludwig. Former top one hundred. <laughs> they saw that hotels dot com esports highlight from like 2016, 2017. 2018, uh, dude. Uh, was it twenty eighteen? Ambi oh. played Ludwig in a friendly. That oh, was God. that was taped by hotels. That was oh. so, it was one of the most horrible experiences of my entire life. Because <laughs> it was fine at first, right? right. Like he sat down next to me, and I didn't really notice what was going on. Yeah, he didn't and see the crew or anything. Like, he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm Ludwig. You want to play some friendlies?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Ambi. Nice to meet you. Whatever." I'm Ambi. You've we... made fun of my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that, but I did think it. <laughs> um. And we start playing, and yeah. uh, I just start seeing like this thing in my peripheral vision, like come down, and I'm like freaking out. Like I'm in the middle of a friendly. Yeah, like, you're not expecting anything to come yeah. from above you. And you know, I, like, I look up, and it's a boom microphone. And uh, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I'm like, I turned around, and there's like four people holding cameras filming my friendly with Ludwig. And I but he didn't SD'd, give you any notice well, here. Yeah, no, I, I had I was completely blindsided. Okay. And I SD while I'm like freaking out trying to figure out what everything's going on. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It's a friendly. And he, he homie stalks me. Uh, <laughs> like with Jigglypuff. He just floats off the screen uh. in the middle of our friendly. And I was like, this is awful. <laughs> I win the friendly and I'm like, hey, man, I got to play pools. It was great playing I gotta you. Go. <laughs> I ran the fuck away. I was so uncomfortable, dude. Yeah, no, being on camera unexpectedly sucks ass. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Yeah. No, it was very funny in hindsight. I just remember at the time, like, just being like, "Oh my gosh, like, what the fuck is happening, man?" Yeah. No, that's a that's a good time, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, I'm very excited for Low Tide City. I'm very excited for Shipwrecked, and I'm stoked to see what uh what brings the pod back on uh, the review for Low Tide. So, uh, oh yeah, if you want to make it three time friend of the pod, Stu. <laughs> All right, calm down there. <laughs> Gotta get that jacket. To... <laughs> Gotta get it's that a jacket. A little man. too close to the jacket. If you want a jacket, win that uh, Smash Ultimate. Oh, <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll wear my free P plus tag all the way through. <laughs> Yeah right. Let's uh let's hope you don't get like assassinated or something. Uh, the, red, um, the red dots have been trained on my house for months, so this is uh legally considered a joke, right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we uh before we you know get to the end of the episode, uh we do have a segment. Uh, it's mm-hmm. questions. We ask questions from our Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. I know we don't have a ton of people in the chat right now, but if they have any questions, they can throw them in there. Uh. 
here's the thing. I kind of forgot to ask for questions until <laughs> like 30 minutes before. And okay. uh, we have a bit of a running joke. Well, I actually don't think it's a joke. I feel very serious whenever I say this. Um, Patreon, you know, Patreon, uh, our supporters are great on there. They usually don't come with very good questions. Okay. Uh, so the fact that I gave them 30 minutes, they're kind of... Um, they're even more worrisome than before. They're, they're, well, there's some rage being fomented in the in the patreon section uh because they're like how are we supposed to come with questions and he's gonna say they're bad <laughs> i'll say this what was come up with was very good fizz okay. uh you know chicago uh fizz he Absolute had a great legend. question about uh you know p plus and shadow majors that you kind of went over so we're not gonna ask that <laughs> oh rip fizz oh no uh Pika, Pikachu, nine four two. So, so she says, "How does it feel being so tall, like Luigi?" I have a follow up question. Do you think Luigi's considered so tall? So, let's let's go ahead and start with the first part of the question, which is how I feel. Um, so, because it's all about me. Um, so, for for me personally, being tall is like it's a bonus. You know, it's it's pretty cool. I, I like. You know, I'm definitely on like the the end of the spectrum where it's like, you know, you're like six, you're like six one, you're like tall, right? Six two, you're like pretty tall. Six three, you're like okay, slow down. Six four, you're like that is a big fucking dude. And then six five starts like where people are like that's a fucking giraffe walking around. So I'm like six seven, um, and certified freak seven days a week um, territory. Um, people definitely like stare which I think is really funny. Um, people come up to me and, of course, ask, you know, do you play basketball? Um, and, you know, ask, like, for help with things. And, of course, I don't mind helping people. Like, if I'm, if I'm like, in the grocery store and someone's, like, obviously struggling for the top shelf, I'm just, like, go get it <laughs> easy. Um, so that's that's never a bad thing. I love being tall. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade any inches of my height for anything. Um, other than copious amounts of cash and or Bitcoin. Um, so feel free to take an inch off my calves if you can at least get me uh, five Bitcoin. So uh, we can run it then. As for Luigi um, being so tall, um, I think that he is tall for a human unless we take New Donk City's horrifyingly uncanny valley people into account. Um, I think for the Mushroom Kingdom, he's probably like one of the taller people there. Um, but it's also kind of weird because there's so many other sentient life forms. But in terms of the people, like I think he's still shorter than Daisy or Peach. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are dudes just shorter? You know, my short kings. Out Is of the he shorter kingdom? than them? I feel I like Daisy and Peach are always wearing heels, so it's kind of hard to kind of hard to say. Maybe during like Mario Tennis. Have to see. Uh, hey, no, they've got the tennis. canonical the canonical height for Peach is six foot oh. I'm going after her. Oh um, god, <laughs> that's very tall. And then Luigi's <laughs> only five foot nine. Like you know, I was he, he say, would I was he gonna... would absolutely get crushed on the the Tinder game. You know, I was gonna call him five ten, five nine. Mario's no. only five one. No. Yeah, Mario's five one. What's um, what's Waluigi? Because Waluigi would probably oh, be the Waluigi. person if you're talking about tall in terms of mario characters i think you gotta go with waluigi seven foot seven okay that, <laughs> what the that, fuck that's like that is like tallest nba players ever yeah that is 
That's a big ass boy. <laughs> like, how tall is Wario? Okay, Wario's also 5'9. So Wario and Luigi are the same height. And then there's just this monster Waluigi. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's okay. um. I thought huh. Rosalina like eight feet tall. She's got to be huge. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going on Reddit to find this. <laughs> Maybe um, not the best. Her height is shown to be equal to Waluigi's height, so she's okay. also seven foot seven. Seven. So seven. Fuck, screw Peach. I'm going after Rosalina, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting into a uh, dangerous territory here. Dangerous territory. <laughs> but that's to a. Uh... Peach problem on Reddit. <laughs> I'll never forget you. God, that is a throwback. Yeah, oh peach my problem. God. I peach um, all right. Well, I appreciate that answer. Now, follow up question. I do have a follow up question about uh, you said basketball. So, this uh, it wasn't this past weekend. Mm-hmm. All time has, you know, lost all meaning to me. Uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was in Chicago uh, with Jim Jam Flim Flam. Jim Jam. That guy's friend so of, funny. Friend of the pod. Uh, the first night there, we were we were talking about whatever, um, mm-hmm. and I said that given enough time, I could dunk. And Jim Jam is a very funny person. He's he's like he's great off of riffing. If you say if you put a yeah. concept out there, he can take it around with it. Um, I think I I went right past the comedian side of his brain, and I like I hit the athlete part. Okay. Because in addition to being very funny, he's, he's very also good at someone, basketball, right? He's devoted a lot of his life, I guess, to uh, to being very good at running, and, and he is a, he's a very good athlete. Okay. So something about me saying I could dunk, <laughs> he had a lot to say about this. Um, I said, "Well, Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, they're six feet; they could dunk." Yeah. And he said, "Okay, you mean the some of the most athletic people we've ever seen?" <laughs> so we. We uh, he he was uh I'm six two he he was mm-hmm. he was very um he didn't think I could dunk um and I didn't dunk to prove it like I I, I didn't show him up that's not how the story ends yeah. uh but it at one point we were wondering if you could dunk you know we mm-hmm. we thought of the the tallest uh, smash related person we could think of um so I guess my question is can you dunk so I am I I don't know. I don't think I can. I have never been able to dunk my whole life. Um, okay. My vert is dog shit. <laughs> really? I, I'm, I'm like large, but I'm not like spindly, right? Mm. Like I'm, I weigh like 320 pounds um, right now, and uh, at my lightest, I was at like 230. Um, but it's, uh, it's never been something I've really practiced for. I did basketball up until I was in seventh grade. And I was going through such horrible growing pains at the time um, that my knees were just like busted, basically. Oh, jeez. And I was doing basketball tryouts, and they were like, yeah, we don't want you on the team. And I was like, okay. And I like had a quick cry because I was a child and then ate an apple fritter the size of my head and felt immediately better, Um, which may be a complex or something. I don't know. But. It's uh, it's never been something that's been in my my realm of skills, my toolkit is dunking. It's just I I can definitely post up, I can be a nuisance with the ball, you know, um, but it's never been something I can I can get going on the on the on the court. See me on the squares though. I'm surprisingly <laughs> the squares, the squares, the fabled squares. It's um, uh, yeah. Well, you know, 
on this podcast, um, uh, Edwin Edwin Budding has been uh, working out. Um, I recently uh, have been lifting weights regularly, uh, and Ambie's always doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he does. He does something. So so we've all been you know on a, on a little bit of a journey. A little and, grind. And, and we yeah. we talk about how. We're gonna see ourselves at a major in a year. We're all gonna be super buff. I, I wanna super hustle with the boys. Let's roll you into this. We're okay. A, yeah, we're gonna go to a major before 2020, 2022 ends, and okay. uh, we're gonna dunk. Okay, I'm. I'll, I will. I will do my best. You'll. So, my my realm of expertise has always been um, lifting. Actually, I used oh, to be okay. a power lifter in college. Um, I still put up pretty decent numbers but i'm not where i used to be um so i mean i'm definitely down to to work on jumping a bit more because i feel like um i definitely made my body into something that's more like barely thick meant to like pull big things up and down um my bench is always horrible because my arms are like so so long um in comparison with my body and so, like, a bench is just, like, throwing it all the way out there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I uh, I love lifting. I'm going to be back in the gym after this whole fucking weekend is done. I felt like tearing my hair out um, for, like, the past two weeks, just trying to make sure everything runs smoothly. Um, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back in the gym, probably start waking up around, like, 8.30 or 9 or something, heading into the gym before work, doing a lot of data analysis and, uh, getting back to the grind yeah and uh 2022 we will dunk i will say uh i passed the other day i was on a little bit of a walk in my neighborhood and i passed a uh empty basketball court mm-hmm. that was in like jeans i did not stretch yeah uh, you just went in raw yeah i just went in raw and uh could not get my fingers to curl over the rim but like completely got the side of the rim you got the slapper that's a good one so we're on our way there. Uh, and then, yeah, 2022, we will both dunk. Um, I, I don't know when. Hey, uh, maybe it'll be a summit. Maybe that'll be the team. It'll be me, you, and Mikey. Oh, my God. We would Can post, you imagine? We would post up on these <laughs> <videos>. <laughs> That's all I know. I mean, Mikey, Mikey's, Mikey's kind of insane on the court. Like, Dude, just a... let him score. We'll, we'll do pick and rolls. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get, get rebounds. Absolutely. It'll that's that's two like, of the best uh, posts right there. You see these melee players. They're manlets, man. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it'll be Dennis Rodman and Ben Wallace. We'll, we'll kick their asses. Um, you, you, you can be Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll have my hair dyed. I'll be wearing a dress. There you go. There you um, go. But yeah. Expressing so, you, North you, Korean sympathies. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's in a few years. <laughs> give, um, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> I, I got to go through his entire career. Oh, yeah. Uh, he probably dated someone weird. I think that was a thing, but uh, we're not talking about that. We're, you know, we're ending the show shows coming to an end. Um, so you actually kind of hit on something that we like to talk about at the end of the show. Um, North Korean so sympathies. F- yeah. We end the show by uh, talking about uh, our motherland, <laughs> North Korea. No, we end the show by talking about something that we've been into recently. That is not mailer related. So much of our time uh, on the internet seems to be like only talking about mailer. But we're more than that. Um, yeah. So you were talking about how you've been interested in lifting recently. I'm going to um, – I'll start this one so you can have time to figure out what you're going to say. Um, 
lifting would be a great one, but I actually am going to pick something else. You know, even though I've, I've only been like really lifting daily, well, not daily, but close to daily for, for like a week or so. Uh, it's been great, but I'm going to pick something else that was really interesting to me, uh, really interested me recently, which was uh, the YouTube channel. I think a lot of people who share politics similar to me will know it. It's called Not Just Bikes. Uh, it is an amazing YouTube channel based on uh, walkability of cities. It's based on how to, you know, like what is happening in certain cities that make them uh, very car friendly. Like what, um, st- what can be done to alleviate some of the stress. Like it, it goes into a lot of topics on why uh, a lot of big American cities have issues regarding like the necessity for cars uh like bad public transportation like bad bike paths uh, and it compares them to to other cities that do it right um the one caveat being like the guy loves amsterdam so he will talk about amsterdam in every video but it's really very interesting and i think um there's a lot going on to it you know there's a lot of history as to why our cities are so different there's a lot of legislation uh i would probably suggest that any of his videos are a good starting point because they're all kind of hit on the same topic they just have their own like nuances as to how to look at it um but if you're looking for an entry point i would say the missing middle is a video about uh just the types of houses that like are not legally able to be built in most american cities Hmm. and it's really interesting um for anyone who is into kind of like city planning or you know uh like a world that might not require a car to get everywhere i think it's really cool uh that being said we i know a lot of people melee stats were watching that and the next week when we all saw each other in boston um we had edwin drive us places and we took ubers somewhere else we did take public boston is horrifying it's uh, it was it is if there's any reason if there's anything to make me think that like you know we were talking about the the joke was that melee stats in 40 years will like our end goal is to eliminate cars in a major american city boston <laughs> would be a perfect one boston Dude, would be a great a place to show. start it's a fucking awful place it was for, for driving it was terrible yeah um and, I, and i'm Edwin looking is at out this, there uh... he's running between cars and he's like why aren't you guys following me it, it, yeah. it was impossible um no uh, yeah, mine would be not just bikes I, i'm looking at i'm looking at not just bikes and i see a video called why city design is important parentheses and why i hate houston and parentheses and i have <laughs> to say i was i was born in houston actually i moved around a lot as a kid and then settled in alaska and then moved back to texas uh houston fucking sucks <laughs> it's a great video houston houston is a great city in terms of culture and food um music is amazing but the city's like infrastructure fucking blows and i will die on that hill um as smashers you know we are there's a lot of smashers who you know um we've got a lot of smashers who drive till everything like drive like eight hours ten hours which is super awesome there's a lot of smashers that um if you fly into a big city uh for a major you you have to experience it without a car and i think that that's like a real telling point for how the city's able to operate. Uh, when I was in Chicago recently with Jim Jam Flim Flam, yeah. we took the CTA everywhere. Their their transit was amazing and, and accessible and really easy um, and, and cheap. It was yeah. it was really great. Um, and I think like we've all had experiences where we go to majors and you can take a, like a subway to to get to this really cool spot and like get cool food or you can even just have a bunch of options within walking distance and then we all have been to majors where you have to go to the ma- like the one 
Quiznos that's right outside the yeah. major, and then there's like a ten lane highway between you and anything else. Yeah, so I, I think Smashers. Um, you know, we we are a traveled bunch. We we are like uniquely like this. The, the these videos will speak to us in a unique way um, because I think that we have lived so much of that experience of like having to be stranded in a big city and then you you find like oh damn i don't have a car so i can't eat yeah no, <laughs> um, so I, uh... I think this this channel is really sick and I, I think that if anyone's interested in something like that you know aside from this being like amsterdam uh shill central I, I think that it's very very good uh eric what's going on with you recently uh well if i'm not allowed to talk about melee stuff <laughs> Uh, I have been playing a lot of DDR, I guess. Ooh, nice. Uh, I've been getting pretty, pretty solid. Is that your it. pad it's in the my, back there? Yeah. DDR pad that I built on a piece of plywood. Nice. I did make... Okay, so this, this I think would be pretty funny. So those of you who have had the privilege of playing a dance game at an arcade should know that a lot of people use the bar, right? Um, they use the bar to stabilize themselves because balancing on no bar on top of the pad is very, very difficult. Um, I've mostly been playing no bar uh, because I didn't have a bar, but normally when I go to arcades, I play with the bar. So like, it was like a very difficult transition for me. And, like I, I went to like the stamina nation discord channel, which is like where like super elite DDR players yeah. hang out or whatever. And I'm like, what do you guys use for a bar? If you build your own pet. Uh, and, and someone recommended me this thing on Amazon, which is very weird that I actually bought it, but let me show you really quick. like like for old people oh my god like that makes sense backwards that makes sense yourself out like this oh my goodness so i'm like a fucking 27 year old that bought a walker on amazon um oh my goodness i don't know if i even really like it it doesn't really feel like the bar at the arcades but i paid like 20 dollars for it i'm just like well now i have this thing um that's but I did buy I it. I guess the the grip's different too, because you've got to grip it yeah. backhand like that. I know a lot of people get like injuries that. playing with a normal bar. Yeah. Because uh you put too much weight on it and then it like it does this to mm -hmm. your wrist or whatever. Um so the like the wrist position is not that bad. Yeah. And I was able to clear some pretty hard stuff playing on the stupid walker. Yeah, <laughs> but uh uh that that is a, a funny thing that happened to me recently is purchasing this thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, is it cool if I hit some of the, the chat questions before we head out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, let's see. What got me into the scene? Um, it was my friend Dustin. Um, he, We were working at a Cub Scout camp in Alaska that has since been shut down. Um, one of my favorite places in the world, period. I worked there for six summers. Um, and it, it's very, very, very dear to me. Um, but he brought his GameCube and a few conches and he basically started me off teaching me all the crazy stuff in Melee. Um, I played a lot of Melee and Brawl when I was younger. Uh, we had a Wii when I was a kid. I played both of those a lot. But it was never like with the intention of getting super cracked. Um, it was just like to beat my brother. Um, and so he kind of set that off and really got me into it. Um, let's see. What P-plus moment was I most hyped about? Um, Lunchables winning Smash and Slash 4, honestly. Um, I've known Zach since he was, oh gosh, probably 15 or 16. Um, 
And like he's been in the scene since he was like he's been like competing in PM since he was like twelve, and then he was like doing like brawl Wi Fi when he was like eight years old. Um like brawl Skype net play codes and things like that. So like seeing him win SNS four was my favorite moment of all time. Um let's see. And Seal, um we are gonna run a commentary block whenever whenever it happens. I'm super down. Um, oh yeah. It's it was real fun doing it with you, but I feel like we definitely could use another commentary block to get to know each other better. Also, let's just grab a fucking beer, bud. Like, <laughs> I uh, I love commentating with new people, but I also hate it. It's uh, it's always hard to like not know someone, and you have to like fly in on the seat of your pants and be like, let's figure out how each other work for this real quick. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, I think that was. The only ones really folded in, but yeah, I had a lot of fun today, boys. <clears throat> For sure, it was a great time. Um, I I really do appreciate you being on. I, I think that you know you uh you have a lot to say about the both melee and MP plus, which I think is um something that I think is is really super cool. And and like I said before, you know, if you are someone who's listening to this or watching this on YouTube or Twitch. I think that there's a lot to take away from this. You know, the the P plus scene we've talked about before. We we do think that it's super cool and, and what they're going through. Like if we if we talk about ourselves as melee fans, you know, the, it's like the implicit history is that like, you know, we play this game when no one else did. But really the reality of it is that most of us have been playing this game while it's been the hugest smash game. Yeah. Um so, you know, props to the people who who are living that uh that history that we we tell ourselves like you know, the people who play Project M and Project Plus, like those were the people who really did play the game that, uh, you know, the dead game or whatever people dead called game, it. Dead game. Um, yeah. So, so huge props to the community and huge props for you for running this. Um, I'm excited Thank to you. see what Shipwreck is, uh, is going to look like. And yeah, excited to see what uh, Project Plus holds in 2021 and 2022. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, who knows what the future is going to be like, but hopefully we can see it actually in the venue of a tournament. That'd be nice. I, I would like that as well. All I know is, is they're not going to stop us either way. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for having me on the pod. It's uh, it's always a pleasure with y'all, and I've got to try to catch up with Wisely. He's been doing a lot of uh, the Melee PM guy podcasting stuff, so i got to <laughs> beat him out. i got to beat him out. Um, but we'll oh. uh, we'll see. You'll get the jacket before heat. You got the Ooh. you got the one. Ooh. You got the leg up. You already had an episode with us. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, uh, uh, if people want to follow you, you know, Twitter, Twitch, what what kind of uh, socials? Can, where can people follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at um, it's Studio Baker Hawk with a zero instead of an O. Um, and so it's long. It's annoying. I've been thinking about just rebranding to Studio Baker, but. I did that for Twitch, so I think I'll just leave Twitter as is. Um, we uh, we will see, but uh, Anvi, Wheat, thank you, of course, and uh, I think that's uh, that's it for me. Awesome, yeah. Um, you know, if you want to follow us at Melee Stats, you can uh, you can watch our videos at uh, the Melee Stats YouTube channel. You can watch stuff like this, uh, waiting for game. You can watch other bonuses. You can watch uploaded sets on the uh, Melee Stats archive. If you want to catch these episodes live, you can do so at twitch.tv slash Melee Stats. Our Twitter is uh, twitter.com slash Melee Stats Pod. You can find daily reporting for locals, both online and offline. 
and you can find links to our uh, articles on MeleeStats.co, such as When's Melee each Friday and Monday Morning Marth to uh, start off the week. And if you just love what we're doing and want to support us, you can do so at Patreon.com slash MeleeStats. Stude, I am looking forward to you picking me up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> fans of Melee Stats, you'll be the first to see that picture. I, I will make sure. Patreon that, exclusive. Uh, that everyone, everyone gets that. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Make it happen. Patreon exclusive. That's a new tier. That's a two <laughs> two large men picking each other up. I'll also pick you up. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, it'll yeah, be like a Luigi ladder. You know, that'll just... be exclusive tier. That'll be when we uh, launch our OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> Stude, you're amazing. You're you're a wonderful guest. Uh, I appreciate you for being on. And uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone for watching. For waiting for game, I'm Gimme That Wheat. I'll catch you next time.